All right, so what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. It is the 3rd of February, 2021. We got a special show today. I am interviewing activist Matt Landman. So we're going to talk about all kinds of interesting topics and, and see his uh, his view on these things. So how's it going, Matt? Hey, David. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you coming through in Tucson in 2019. We really, we really, um, we needed you at the end of that conference. So um, your, your music and uh, input was so much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. That was fun. Uh, I like Tucson. And that, I think it was really cool that you put that on. Hopefully we'll get to do more of these soon once the world goes back to normal, if ever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So why don't you tell every? Why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody how you got into activism and and got where you are now? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I grew up in Virginia. Um, I was like a pretty normal dude and grew growing up there, and went to Virginia Tech. And I always wanted to be a film. Uh, I always wanted to make movies, but I was in state tuition in Virginia, so there's no film school I could go to over there. So. I got a business degree, and um, I got out of school. Um, well, no, during school, 9-11 happened, and I just happened to be living in D.C. at the time, and um, or D.C. area, and going to George Mason University for a semester. So I was living right next to Dulles Airport um, in Herndon, my hometown, Virginia, uh, when 9-11 happened. And my girlfriend was going to Pace University uh, in, in uh, Manhattan, which is like her bedroom window you could see the twin towers right there so i was in both cities basically during that time so i was pretty traumatized but i didn't know the truth for a little while until i saw dylan avery's movie uh loose change that really started to get me going but either way i moved to the west coast and i finally ended up in northern california going to grad school because i thought i could go back to school and get a film degree finally by getting my master's degree and getting more student loans and getting the undergrad and film at the same time or whatever. So I ended up in Humboldt at, at Northern California, in Northern California at Humboldt State, California State University. I got a master's in business and a uh, film degree finally. And then when I got out, I still worked the rat race and it sucked. So I got out of the office and I was able to work on a farm. So all that debt and all that stuff. And I was on a farm and it was great. And um, I was growing potatoes and squash and all this cool stuff. And the first day I learned that potatoes grew potatoes. And I thought that I knew everything. I was like 35 at the time. I'm now 40. Um, I was around 34 then, sorry. And um, the first day I started to learn how I didn't know much at all. If I didn't even know potatoes grew potatoes, like the potatoes were trying to grow uh, in my cabinet and stuff like that. And I had no idea if I just threw them in the dirt that that was just going to make more potatoes. It's pretty amazing, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. So um, on this farm, I started to really get grounded and get connected to the elements. And I just happened to witness weather engineering. We were in the midst of this like five-year drought. And I was just like a normal kid who had kind of woke up to 9-11. I didn't even know vaccines were bad. Like I definitely like wasn't that awake to much at all. And I was just in the rat race trying to, you know find a life for myself and I thought I was going to be a farmer at this point in my life and it was mid-October and I was literally growing pumpkins and my pumpkin farmer boss hit us up and said we're going to get this big rain for the next week 
And I go out there in my rain boots to harvest these pumpkins so they don't rot in the field. And um, where I where the farm was was on the edge of the coast in the Northern California, where it was destiny, I guess, had kind of brought me there. If I was if I was to become the chemtrail activist dude, destiny had brought me there because this is where the atmospheric river comes off. It's called the mouth of the atmospheric river. It's the jet stream. Atmospheric river is like a fancy word for a jet stream, which is literally like a stream of moisture in the atmosphere, in the upper atmosphere, in the ionosphere, I guess it is. Uh, there's layers of the atmosphere. And in the upper atmosphere where the ionosphere is, there's this stream of moisture that comes off the Pacific Ocean and hits the United States. And it's um, the mouth of this river basically goes from San Francisco up to Seattle. And if you can manipulate where that moisture comes in river flows across the United States, you can manipulate all the water flow of the United States, basically. So it seems like it was being, being manipulated in this time frame. I didn't know at the time. But on the edge of this storm pattern, when I was out there working my ass off harvesting pumpkins. Um, oh, hey, can we curse on this show? I just want to know. Oh, yeah, man. Have at it. Okay, cool. Um, shit and fucking stuff. So <laughs> the, the thing, I was out in this farm, and this storm is rolling in, this big black storm cloud. And where I was was very surreal and perfect because I, the, the, it was totally isolated, like, farm town where I went to school. You know, it's notorious for actually growing cannabis but, and wildlife and stuff like that and the redwoods. Uh, but I happened yeah, to be beautiful area. Yeah, I went there for business school. and I didn't even know about the, the pot when I went. It was crazy. So in this rural very isolated place where I worked on the farm, there is no air traffic. There's not, there's no LAX or Reno airport. There's nothing, there's no big airport nearby. So any given day I'd see maybe a little plane, you know, passing over the farm. But what I did see was like cloud formations rolling off the ocean. I could hear the waves crashing. That's how close I was to this beautiful coastline. I mean, it's just unreal if anybody's been there. Like if you ever go, go to the lost coast to hike this like, three-day trail lost coast blow your mind the what the united states really offers this beautiful place so either way i witnessed on the edge of this big storm pattern this big black storm that was coming in that was supposed to rain for a week you know and we Uh hadn't had rain for five years now any storm like this so the the redwood trees and the salamanders were even coming out from underneath my build my house like waiting for this storm like you could really feel it and a dozen planes showed up on the edge of the storm and just start zigzagging the sky with these lines and it's like, it wasn't just the, like, the reason why this was my wake up thing for the chemtrails, it wasn't just the, the lines in the sky. It was the, the abnormal, irregular, like, uptick in air traffic. Why was over my farm all of these planes zigzagging in front? Of, like, they were all over go, cry, going every which way. Yeah. And then they happened to be leaving, leaving these persistent, linear, cirrus clouds out of the back. And it happens to be when the storm was rolling through. And then the storm didn't drop a drop of rain. That was the whole point. And I still didn't really realize what had happened. And a little uh, while later, it might have been about a month, I was talking to a homie back home. We are talking about 9-11 and the kids and people and all this. But he was, I guess, a little bit more on it than I was because he brought up chemtrails. I had no idea what they was, what they were. Yeah. And then he told, he told me to look it up. So I did. And I was like, holy shit, I witnessed this. And I, and I started to really get into it. And I started to realize what I, you know, was missing. And then I saw that there was this movie, What in the World Are They Spraying? So I was like, oh, someone's already done it. 
I don't need to do it. And I watched his movie, Michael J. Murphy, What in the World They Sprain, and Why in the World They Sprain, these two movies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, good for him. He made a movie. But there were parts of it that like I didn't really resonate with. Like They were pointing out dead bushes and being like, oh, look, you know? And for me, coming from, like I grew up in Northern Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C., and all my friends growing up, they ended up working for like Northrop Grumman or some bogus, like they're all government, like they all shit on my chemtrail activism and think that I'm just like the crazy dude still because they can do that because they have some high paying government job. Oh, but yeah. me, but me, I got a little criminal record when I was like 18. Like I got a, I got in trouble for some shrooms when I was 18. This oh, is, bummer. I, they fuck I, you for that. I know it was so shitty. So I couldn't get these awesome, horrible jobs. So I went and lived Thank my God. own life, which was great. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even a big deal. They weren't even my shrooms, but it was like, it, my life oh, kind of got turned, turned upside down when I was 18. 18 in two weeks, bro. And then, like, it was destiny for me just to kind of get away from all that. But all my friends, they're really not on that level, you know, um, except for the one guy I told you I was telling you about, Lorenzo. Still friends with him, though? Uh, yeah, kind of. But, you know, now the world now, – now we're really getting split by the new world, you know? Oh, man. It's the – yeah, the division that's happening between loved ones is it's terrible, man. That's the worst part, in my opinion. Yeah, no it kidding. sucks, dude. I know. Even with my with the vaccine and my family, and I'm really just trying to to bring to bring some like knowledge to them. And you know, why would you get in line for this right now and all this stuff? But either way, so so I watched these movies, and I and finally at one point I realized I wanted to do a better job. You know. Yeah. And then and then I guess Michael J. Murphy, he's now uh, rest in peace. He's now passed, but he ended he up did. going. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, he went, well, bummer. He went Looney Tunes for a few years, and he went really, really crazy, like, dropping the end. I heard about that. I mean, he was just, like, crazy. Like, either he was mind-controlled or on some crazy drugs or both or something, which I think, I think both. But I definitely think he was targeted. But I don't know if he was controlled to begin with. I think, like, when you, you sign up and you sell your soul to be some uh, controlled agent, like— You've sold your soul, bro. They can do whatever they want with you after yeah. that. So if it includes some crazy shit in the end, that's that may be your destiny. But I don't know if he's a real activist, then that'd be horrible, horrible of me to say. Yeah. So, so so let's let's stick on that topic for one minute. We'll get back to your story, but just yeah. in case people don't know, that this is huge in like the chemtrail community is these like shills or whatever who are who are actually controlled opposition, and and then people do get targeted and fucked with like in the head, you know. Oh, wow. It's 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 an amazing place. OK, because for people listening, the reason why you don't know that much about chemtrails is because it's been controlled so much. If you go back to the 60s, the the Black Panthers were, inf were infiltrated. Right. And then they were controlled. And then this yeah. thing controlled opposition. You control your opposition. The people that might be opposing you, you step in and make sure you're the one being the op opposer. And you make it look really good, but you definitely don't expose them 100%, and you definitely don't get anybody in real trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and that was COINTELPRO, right, with the Black Panthers? Was that what that was? Yeah, I believe so. I do believe mm -hmm. so. And so here we are, you know, 60 years later, and they've got it down. And there was a time, man, this is going to, this is really like, this is really sad. But there was a time, David, when I was really analyzing all this, because I've had all these conferences and I've done all this stuff. And like the majority of a lot of the, the faces and names in the activism space that is chemtrails is actually the majority of the, the faces and names are are um, controlled by by some means and it's it's sad and and confusing and and then it makes it so for it's so it's 
it's so strategic, but it makes it so that the public doesn't want to get involved because someone else is doing it, number one. Oh, another activist is doing it. I don't have to be the fucking conspiracy guy doing the chemtrails. But then also they make it look miserable. You know, they're like, oh, I'm under attack. And oh, they came and got my family. And oh, this and that. You know, like, like you yeah. know, Art Bell? You know Art Bell? Yeah, I'm a big Art Bell fan. Right, but he left coast to coast because he said he was being harassed and like attacked really? and stuff. Yeah, it's like that's like, fear, man. Anything that is fear based, I don't, I don't go there because it's like either you're here to fucking fight evil or you're not, and fear shouldn't be getting in your fucking bitch ass way if you're here to fucking fight evil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, dude. Yeah, yeah fuck I that. know you are. I watch your shit and I feel you. I think you're awesome. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so eventually I was like, I'm gonna make my own movie. So I did, and I made Franken Skies. And it was a, and it was more eye opening because I wanted to get it in the faces of people who were like never gonna ever go there. Like some people would never ever go there with chemtrails because it's been so diluted with confusion and misinformation tactics, propaganda, and all this shit. I mean, like I even when I was in Portland and trying to get my voice heard in that city, I yeah. realized, I realized, bro, like the the environmentalist activists in Portland. Like these environmentalist activists, activists had been totally hijacked to the point that CIA agents, like literal agents being paid big money, like six digits, were paid to be like crazy homeless people with pictures, like photographs of chemtrails and like poster boards and like on the street corner screaming about this shit so that it is like literally planted into the consciousness in the 90s and stuff as like a psycho crazy conspiracy like people are like oh i know about those guys you know because it's so easy for you to put it in that reference when the media is controlled and all this stuff and you have no other frame of reference like if someone's gotten to you as the first frame of reference on something you're pretty it's pretty screwed already so I've, I've witnessed it and really picked it apart and if you can come from a much more grounded approach so the from the film franken skies which please watch it everyone i've i've worked really hard to even get the domain name frankenskies.com and now I have frankenskies2.com because look out for that. And I was actually thinking I want to get you involved in that one. Um, it, even like a little short interview or some music of yours or whatever, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, it so, would be great. So Frankenskies starts off in 1922. It's the 1920s. And it goes through historical, chronological, military footage of how they um, worked out learning how to manipulate and control the weather. And they dump dry ice into the atmosphere to seed clouds and totally fucking change the, and alter and make hurricanes all huge and all this stuff. And guess what dry ice is? Da, 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 da. It's frozen carbon dioxide. It's frozen CO2. That's all it is. So they mm -hmm. don't tell you they're dumping fucking dry ice in the atmosphere. They tell us that our SUVs and our exhalations out of our mouth is, ca is causing ice Yeah, for climate change. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, which is all nonsense, too. That's Total why bullshit. Franken Skies 2 is yeah. called Climate Change chains like shackles ah like good call All right, play like on that. words did you hear that one yet yeah i'm really excited <laughs> about that um sometimes i have these desperate despair moments and then i come up with like some awesome shit like that so and it all makes I, sense huh yeah it's like climate change yes but for real like we're being put into this it's a hegelian dialectic problem reaction solution they call it where they've already got the solution ready for you and it's kim trailing your sky and taking away your fucking light your sun, your everything, your yeah, the your, solar like, radiation management thing, right? Bill Gates is big on that. Yeah, Bill Gates is now the boogeyman that they're. Well, it's getting weird because they want everyone to know. It's so, it's gotten so weird. So, okay, so I'll just break it down really quick, and then I'm happy to answer lots of questions. So, uh -huh. when we met in Tucson in 2019, 
Bill Gates and this and under his money, um, this guy named David Keith out of Harvard, this professor yep. there, was to they were trying to normalize chemtrails by launching it and saying, oh, here, we've got the solution. We're going to be doing it now. And then no one would be any the wiser because what they'd be doing is like officially like official. It's official. Like you couldn't question something that's it's now official like, and they're helping you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're trying to sidestep this like couple decades of like treason and say, hey, we're doing this for your own good, you know? So th- first they've got to s- say that they've researched it and came up to why they're doing it and in the public's eye be looking like heroes. So they were going to go up in Tucson and in 2019, they were going to go in Tucson and spray the skies through this company, Worldview Enterprises, that they linked up with. And they're going to use these balloons, which I think when they really get crazy with the chemtrails, I think they're going to use balloons when they go public with it, with, un, maybe under this new administration. And they're going to use just balloons doing it all the time everywhere. And that's not going to be. So great. how would they do it with balloons, you think? Because it wouldn't be like a plane. Would it would be some sort of like bomb thing that blows it. How does it disperse in a balloon, you think? They have these canisters that um, I, if Worldview Enterprises is who they were going to go through in Tucson. And now they're going through Sweden and NASA. So don't let me forget about that because the experiment okay. has moved. The experiment has moved and it's happening in June now in Sweden. So, But the um, they have these high altitude balloons that can float with helium, but they can float for like a couple months because there's hardly any atmosphere, higher altitudes. Uh-huh. And then they can have these canisters that just slowly spray this, this aerosolized aluminum oxide. Uh, for wow. They can release a payload for two months, it said. It's like, holy wow. shit. So that's, and, they, and then they're up there on these, um, they, so they put up a bunch of balloons, actually, releasing payloads, and they have each balloon connected um, in the sky via like a little wire, so it's like a web in the sky, and they can be remotely controlled along the web. Do you do you know what I mean? So yeah. All... So I wonder if this is similar to what uh, Elena Freeland talks about with the space fence. You think it's all part of that shit? Have you have you looked into that? Yeah, she talks about satellites though, and I don't think it's anything's leaving the atmosphere. I think that these balloons would be uh, closer to the ground, like gotcha. like and whatnot. Um, okay. But yeah, I know about her stuff, and she's at the conference too. And of course and, she was. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big she, fan. And she was at the first conference. She spoke in uh, Vancouver at the first Global Chemtrail Summit. And we've been on like a bunch of radio shows together. And she spoke at the Global Chemtrail Summit in Portland and then in Tucson. So what we did in Tucson is we deterred them, which which was really cool. And they ended up That's not awesome. having they ended up not having their experiment, which the experiment was to go up and spray the sky and be like, look, we know what works best now to spray the sky because they're walking the public through it like they're doing it themselves um, as a research project, like like kindergartners, really. So the first thing that they're planning to do, or they did in like labs at least, is spray diamond dust. So they wanted to spray diamond dust in the sky to reflect back sunlight to slow down the heating of the planet, but the planet isn't even heating. And if it is heating, it's from their own doings of their geoengineering campaigns, which is like, if you wrap your head around that, that's why it's climate chains, because they're heating the planet with, with Tesla technology, harp antenna that have been deployed all over the planet as these like massive golf ball, like Doppler looking things, but they're mobile ionospheric heaters and they're using radio waves that intersect in the atmosphere, Tesla technology to superheat the atmosphere to near the temperature of the sun to cause heat waves and drought and then say, oh look, climate change, we've got to spray chemtrails in your sky and dim your sun 
with metals. It's totally, yeah. it's totally literally climate change. Like they're cornering us and shackling us with their propaganda. But what they w- were going to do is first spray diamonds and say, oh, those are too expensive and we can't get them to float. Then they're going to spray mirrors and say, oh, we can't get the mirrors to, to float that much. But they work because they bounce back the sunlight because heaven forbid, you know, the earth gets sunlight. And then they were going to spray um, like this baking soda stuff, but they can't get it to stick. And then they were going to spray sulfur. And David Key started going around saying on a different show. Uh, like mainstream media, he was going to spray sulfur, but it would create acid rain. It would kill a lot of people. So then he came up with aluminum, and he just happens to have different sizes of aluminum, nano-sized, oxide, oxidized aluminum. And that's what they're doing in the experiment now is spraying aluminum in the sky. Um, so, or, or they're going to use a few of them, but that's what the results will end up being. I mean, they've already kind of it's, – it's, it's, it's written on the wall that the aluminum will be – He's even said, well, we're going to try this one out, and we think it floats the best. It's like, give me a break. It's, it's in the patents going back for decades. It's They've in our hair it. and our blood. It's in all of our trees. It's a patented fire accelerant, mind you, so these fires have been spread. Yeah, California. Holy shit. I went to yeah. Paradise. That was, uh, yeah, I, definitely something fishy. Well, did you know about these fires just recently in um, southern Oregon, where I'm living? I'm living in Ashland now, in oh. Ashland, Oregon. And oh, there beautiful some, old town. I like Ashland. Yeah, there's some really sketch fires just on the cusp, on the edge of um, Ashland called Talent. These two cities, Talent and Phoenix, they went up um, in September, and 2,400 uh, low-income homes just like burn up in the middle of the day. And it was mad suspect because yeah. – it seems to be these smart meters which is blowing up and it seems to be going the path of these cell towers and it seems to be the trees and the bushes and the fences that are wood and stuff were untouched but the wood but everything pardon me the everything metal just got totally pulverized so it seems to be some like energy i don't think it's these energy weapons from uh, space or planes or anything like that i think it's just this directed through cell towers uh beelining the energy down the line through these smart meters that can like pulverize these homes and then they're blaming again climate change yeah but yeah but yeah i mean i same thing in paradise i i went there and saw the same shit metal stuff all gone and then wood and plastic still still there well yeah they put smart meters in there and these smart meters are literally communicating with each other with microwaves and then communicating with the cell tower down the street with microwaves if they crank the frequency up on there, which is basically what PG&E says happens. They they said there was a surge in the line, which led to the electrical fires down the line. But they won't say it was the smart meters, but they went bankrupt and they're totally corrupt. PG&E, mind you, is Enron. Enron's totally shady, if you remember what they did last. Oh, so, uh-huh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I so I did all these conferences, and, and then I met you in Tucson, and we had this huge success there. But now they've moved it to Sweden, this experiment to normalize chemtrails and to take away our sun. And when they do say, hey, we've got the solution to global warming, we're going to do this now, we will have no more blue skies. Like They will be publicly taking away our sunlight, and all these bozos wearing masks won't give a shit because they're already be zombies as it is. Yo, did you know that these blue masks, like you can look this one up. I did not believe this. I did not believe this. The blue masks are lined with fluoride. So, oh yeah. <laughs> did you know this? Did you hear this one? No, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. So that these blue masks that they're handing you at the door, like you're trying to go into a grocery store to get yourself a fucking banana, and they like like seriously, and the sign says entrance. And they're standing there, security guard, at least where I live, 
They are, and it's like total word magic. Like I've been really analyzing all of it. I mean, yeah, it's entrance, but they're trying to hand you a one-time. Yeah, <laughs> okay. they're trying to hand you a one-time use medical mask made in China, right? And yeah. when, when you when you look up what these things are, they have nothing to do with anything protecting you from anything, and they all it is is a Teflon. It's called polytetrafluoroethylene PTFE. You can put into Google PTFE mask and then click images and you can see these blue masks that they're, they're handing you. If you've, yeah. used them, if you've used them, I'm sorry, you can get this out of your system, but stop using these things. They're one-time use medical masks for a surgeon that's like got an open heart surgery th- thing going on. It has nothing to do with uh, preventing you from COVID. It's all a big scam. And, it, and what they're doing is they're getting fluoride in your system because Teflon is fluoride, mind you. And fluoride uh, it messes up your brain and whatnot, but but the but the toxic combo is fluoride and aluminum because aluminum when they make aluminum, uh, fluoride is a chemical that comes off of the aluminum. It's actually a byproduct of aluminum production. So the two like to bond together and have these chemical reactions, and they're trying to get these two things in your brain and have these chemical reactions make you zombie, basically make you Alzheimer's patient. So they put aluminum in the sky, aluminum in the vaccines mind you and then yeah. you got you got the fluoride in your water or the or your the masks if you're huffing these masks now multiple layers and you get this toxic combo and they're just it's just a big setup it's it's pretty ridiculous but yeah i've been on a long tangent i i want to hear about you i saw you on a skateboard doing a rap competition <laughs> i want to hear that you won that rap competition tell me no no i didn't i never win anything bullshit yeah. That's bullshit. Didn't fucking win, dude. Nah. I've never won any rap competition. Dude, fuck those rap competitions. I think they're all just... The only thing they ever do for anyone is make the person putting it on bigger. It's a networking thing for them, mostly. And usually their friends win. That's usually how that works. Yeah. But no, I didn't win. Uh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> but no, it was fun, though. Have, and uh, You should have hands down. I don't give a fuck oh, what... Thanks, the, with it. I don't care if they... <laughs> I don't care if they hopped in that fake Nikola Tesla or Tesla Roadster and took that shit to Mars. Have you seen the Tesla Roadster fake? Uh, yeah, you know it's real because it looks so fake. Right, right, right. I don't care if they <laughs> hopped in that bitch and took it to Mars while rapping. You still should have won. Ah, thanks, man. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still working on music and uh, doing doing all that. I got like a another album that I'm pretty much done with. But I, right now I'm just trying to get... Um, more money together to do like a proper release, you know, to get more, um, to get it in front of people because it sucks to make music and not have anyone hear it. And it just takes money. That's just how it is, dude. It's a business, you know? Yeah. Tell me about it. Do you, I know all about it. Do you have a GoFundMe or something? No, no, I, I, I never done nothing like that. I'm just been, you know, doing, doing things myself, you know? Yeah, I know. And the, sometimes it feels like selling out to do those things, but some, but 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 GoFundMe and stuff some oftentimes and now you have a podcast, you can pre-sell your sh- your shit, man. It's not like you're you're begging for money. You're like pre-selling the 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 literal album. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. I I could look into that. Maybe maybe I'll do something like that, but well, either whatever. way, got got more music coming and uh I just been doing doing that kind of stuff, man. Living life, chilling skateboarding doing a little snowboarding trying to uh have fun while while all this stupid bullshit's happening and yo, and still yo know, this so listeners i go on these shows all the time to promote my stuff and i've and i'm really thankful to be able to get my voice heard every single show that i go on they're talking about 
by their Patreon and how to buy their shit and how to fund them and please send money and whatever. And David's so cool that he's not going to do a GoFundMe, bro. He's not. He's like <laughs> telling his voice and he's cool. He's real like that, which is fucking awesome. But please, you guys share his shit and listen to his music. At least do that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about more stuff. Let's talk about COVID or, oh man, you want to hear some crazy, let me tell you some crazy shit. So when COVID first happened, there was this like conspiracy hitting the internet that it was, um, that it was 5G, right? But then yeah. that that got kind of like blown out. And I was like, wait, is that like controlled? Are they trying to You're make You're not a- allowed to even say that anymore. You get your right. shit And it got tweeted. censored and all that. And it was like, wait, did Wuhan turn it on and all this? And I was just like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And I was mad skeptic. And I just, I did not know. I did not know. And it was seemed like it was so demonized. And even this guy in Nashville like attacked the, ta- the, the 5G towers. And I don't know if you know that 77 towers were attacked in the UK. 77 5G towers, they say, were attacked by crazy 5G activists that believe in reptilians. Really? And it's like, yeah, in the news, I really study the news because I'm like, what are they, how are they trying to demonize activists now? But yeah. I mean, I don't know what's true and what happened, but I'll tell you my story is, is where I'm going with this. Is um, I don't know anybody that's had COVID. I've never had COVID. I don't know much about that. Um, I know that if I did get it, I'd, I'd I don't even know if there is an it and I'd be laughing all the way because the shit is like harmless, even if there is anything. So why would you get a vaccine for something that's harmless? You know, whatever. Yeah, you can't get it if you don't get tested, right? Right, right, right. I mean, it's just like the whole thing has been really ridiculous. But um, but here's a story. One of my friends back home in D.C. has got a government job and all that stuff. And he hit me up. He wanted to tell me his firsthand story. Because this is one of my friends I still haven't blocked or nothing, and we're still, like, kind of communicating. And he appreciates, you know, me waking him up to some things that he's willing to wake up to. Yeah, cool, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, everyone can – I don't even like the word woke or wake up and all that shit because it's all been overdone or whatever. But there's only so many words in the, in the dictionary. But it's really, it's really nice because everyone, even myself and yourself, there's all these – like as we start riding that truth frequency, that truth vibration, there's like more and more truths that, that start to come as we like own that truth. And even people on on that on the beginning of the rabbit hole or whatever, there's still levels of truth that you know they can be introduced to gently. It's just meeting people where they're at and coming to them at their on their level. So it's 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 really awesome that we can be gentle and patient with everybody. And even even if it's just listening to one of your songs, you know, it's like there's still hope. Yeah. 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 There's hope. So, so my boy, he hit me up, my college roommate, actually, uh, I graduated Virginia tech 2003 and he, we were, we lived together for a couple of years. He hit me up and he was like, yo, I got, I had COVID. And I was like, tell me all about it, man. I want to know. Cause he was like, you know, like you talk a lot of shit with your memes or whatever on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Follow me on Facebook, please. I got like, I guess censored like crazy. I'm in Facebook jail right now, but I, do try to get that truth out there as much as I can. So please. Yeah, definitely. So is it Matt Landman on Facebook or yeah, do you Matt, have like a Frankenskies page? Uh, yeah, not really. I mean, I've got frankenskies.com and all this and frankenskies2.com um, where you can upload chemtrail uh, stuff, which is really cool photos and images, I mean, and footage. But Matt Landman has been my. Um, so at first I had like a handle, I was actual activists. But then I was like, fuck that. I want to be my face. I'm not trying to hide my face. I'm not trying to hide from nobody. So yeah. I just I tried to blow up Matt Landman on Facebook and I got 50,000 followers on there. But dude, wow. I. My my journey from zero to to fifteen thousand 
and even maybe 20,000. Like when I had 15,000 followers, all my followers saw my shit. And I just dropped, I just was so addicted to it and letting, I just like flooded timelines and people loved it because it was, there was so, so much truth and I wasn't awesome. being censored yet. Like I was just like there, but not getting like the man wasn't like, and then there was this one day I posted something and just after that, nobody saw my shit anymore. It went from yeah. like, it went from like a thousand likes to like, if they don't want me, anybody to see it, I get like five likes, but I still keep going because I don't care. Like I believe in a lot of shit. I believe in uh, spirit and God and stuff. And like my shit's going to be seen by the right people. And like, I do like, do like live videos and they get seen by some people and stuff. So it's like, I'm not done, but, but for real, the censorship is real. It's, it's real. It's a real. It is a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm getting censored hardcore on, on Instagram. And that was one of my main ways of dropping stuff, you know, but now it's nobody sees it, man. Kind of sucks. Yeah. What to do. Gotta, gotta decentralize. I know. I just been posting shit like every day about COVID and whatever, you know, just talking, yeah. talking about the real stuff that's going on. And yeah, they don't like that. They don't want people talking about COVID, especially the truth surrounding it. So my friend's story, he hit me up and which is was, was really interesting is for just a little backstory is I, I've created this. Um, I've, I've wanted to somehow have some sort of mitigation against this 5G. I can't stand seeing these towers get put up and seeing these little kids like not even knowing what the fuck getting their heads fried. And maybe they don't even they probably won't be able to have kids when they turn 16 or whenever they're of age to procreate because of all these microwaves. They didn't even know because they didn't have the knowledge or whatever. So I want to end up having cool kids clothes that can protect them from this 5G that's going to be all around them. Nice. So, so I ended up uh, first thinking it was going to be copper, and I went. My journey was crazy, dude. I I'll t I could tell you some of that later. But um, long story short, they make clothes in uh, Japan and China and um, Israel and Korea and Germany. But they make these clothes that are woven steel or woven silver. And the woven steel is actually pretty G because you can wash it a lot easier and it's durable. But it's kind of like starch. It feels like you're, you're wearing like heavily starched clothing because it's like it's woven steel. It's like not that as comfortable as the silver. Yeah. So the silver's going to be like my main thing until I come out with these steel jackets or whatever. The woven steel is not that bad because they, they mix it with cotton and polyester or whatever. But this um, silver is cutting edge and it's a big market. And protecting uh, pregnant women and protecting men with their men's underwear. Oh yeah, if you want men's underwear, let me let me know. By the way, um, but, <laughs> all right, thank you. Uh, because those those are kind of cool. I mean, I, I I'd hope that you're not like carrying your phone around too much or whatever. But if you are, it's good to protect your junk. Yeah, you protect the boys, man. Yeah, you know. Um, but the 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 woven silver is this it's this cool technology. It's these micro sized filaments of nylon, and the nylon are dipped in silver, and then the silver little. Uh, threads are woven into like this this like fine mesh kind of but it's it's like it's enough that it protects from the radiation from the cell towers and whatnot but it's not too conductive that it's like uh gonna build up a current from dirty electricity or whatever because there's a fine line between that and that's why you can't use copper and that's why you got to know what you're doing because you could fuck yourself up by there's so much dirty electricity out there just just from everywhere, power lines and everything. you got to learn the difference between EMF and all this stuff. It's been an interesting, long, awesome journey just going through it all. So either way, I make these foam bags. So the my main product has been, and even though I've got like uh, baby blankets now, which I'm really proud of, my main product has been these um, phone pouches. 
So you slip your phone in, and it's this whole silver lining in the phone bag. You put your phone in, and you seal it up, and it, it just kills the phone. It doesn't get any signal, and it's for like if you're on a date or you're going to bed or you don't want to be tracked by COVID tracers or whatever. You just don't want any signal. It's like you're in the mountains. You know, yeah. You, yeah. You, um, your alarm will still work or whatever, but it's like you're not going to get any text messages. It's just like killed in the bag. Well, I had these like single-layered bags. And after doing like competitive research and stuff, I actually found a company in uh, Sweden that's selling my exact same bags, um, which is interesting. Like they've they've created a silver line bag, very similar and, hmm. and 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 whatnot, right? So this like it was this industry. It was this industry, global industry of making these bags that you put your phone in the bag and it kills the signal. Yeah. Okay. And I wasn't the only one. And the the silver bags they worked they worked fine everybody's buying these i went on coast to coast because i was all stoked and i and, and i dropped these these like hats and i sent you a hat and i love your hat picture i put it on my instagram <laughs> yeah um, thanks for that i appreciate that <laughs> yeah thank you but i um i first came out with these hats and these phone bags and i sold um thousands of phone bags all over the u.s or whatever that'd be that's probably uh yeah, excellent Whatever, maybe hundreds of phone bags. But if, either way, I was really stoked about getting these phone bags sold everywhere, and everybody was really excited about the phone bags, right? Well, all of a sudden, people started hitting me up saying, the phone bags don't work. And this was right when COVID started hitting the United States, dude. And I'm really? like, I'm like, oh, what, huh? And I'm confused. And I started hitting up my manufacturer, and I'm like, you're sending me crappy phone bags and i got all like because i'm a scorpio or whatever i'm all pissed off probably and i'm like <laughs> i'm like what the hell's going on you know and i'm like always jumping the gun and thinking i've gotten screwed or something you know yeah and course. so so then i'm like well what what happened you know like what is going on with not everybody's phone bags stopped working but some people's phone bags stopped working so i investigate and then I find one customer that's like, well, I got the new iPhone and, and it just doesn't work anymore when I got my upgrade. And I'm like, oh shit, really? And then I'm, I start learning that like they're, so, so here's the deal. These different carriers in the United States, Sprint, T-Mobile, Verizon, they're on these different um, networks. And a network is a, basically a bandwidth that they operate on, you know? Yeah. And if you see a cell tower that's like all decked out with all these panels, some of the panels are for Sprint, some of the panels are for Verizon, some of the panels are for whoever, and they okay. operate on these certain frequencies. It's it's as if they like owned uh, the light spectrum, and like one was like, I'm gonna send my data on yellow, and they're like, cool. So that little space of yellow, it's in nanometers in light terms, but that little space would be their frequency that they ride shit on. And then um, whoever T-Mobile is like, I want you know, red, and then they're riding their shit on red. So they have these like bandwidth bandwidths that they own that have like an actual light frequency. It's actually the properties of light. It's just, it's light that we can't see literally. So yeah. it, it travels at the speed of light. It is literal light. Um, we just can't see it. And they, tr they, they operate on these bandwidths. So to, to have 5g go on the bandwidth, they had to like up the bandwidth and, and do a new frequency. Right. So they had to do a completely new frequency, some of these providers, but they're doing it like behind the scenes to slowly build the 5G infrastructure around it. But they had to up their bandwidth, if that makes sense. So like Verizon went to this high band thing, which is like a different bandwidth that all of their phones, even the older phones started operating on, right? Well, the, the, the bandwidth has so much radiation on it that it was like piercing my phone bags, bro. So I started making these double lined bags 
that's the one that I send you. It's two layers of silver now. And so I started coming out with two layers of silver. And then the people's the people whose phone bags didn't work now work. Okay. Yeah, mine works. The one you said yeah, yeah, works. Yeah. No, it's exciting. I mean, everyone's works now with the double layers. But my point being is the the radiation come out of people's phones um, about a year ago went up so much that it started piercing these silver one layer bags that never were faulty before that worked fine before. Right when COVID happened. So with that being said, yes, right when COVID happened. So with that being said, my homie, he hit me up from DC and he was like, yo, me and my wife got COVID, you know, it's real. And I was like, really tell me all about it. And he was like, well, the weirdest thing about it is we didn't have any symptoms of a virus. We didn't have any um, nausea, no fever, nothing like that. What we did have was we lost our ability to taste. I've heard that, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. It's a big thing on, on the mainstream media, taste. Oh, does your taste come back? Whatever. And then also he said that he had like so much confusion, he couldn't go to work for two weeks because he didn't use the word brain fog, but that's a symptom of radiation uh, sickness, which is where I'm yeah. going with this. But he mm-hmm. said he had like, he couldn't go into work for a couple of weeks because he was just like confused, confusion. Wow. Okay. That's scary. Now I asked, well, do you have the iPhone? Because that's what was happening with all the people. Like anybody who's the new me iPhone. Up, well, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. And and what would happen was people would hit me up with their faulty bags, and everybody had an iPhone. And even people, some people had like older iPhones in LA because LA is five G now. It's on that bandwidth, so it's like uh-huh. your phone's on a new frequency. It's not that you have the new phone; it's that your service provider's on a whole new bandwidth that can operate this higher frequency, and it's cranking out way more shit to be on that frequency. Yeah, so, it needs more juice. Yeah, exactly. To ride that new that new uh, band with the new light or wave or whatever. Gotcha. And then on that light wave, they can carry 5G too. So my homie, he was like, oh, as a matter of fact, me and my wife, because his wife had the same symptoms, same shit, which was weird. She couldn't taste either. So he says, well, as a matter of fact, we both just switched to iPhones from Android. Right. So we got the new iPhones and I'm like, bro, man, why don't you just research radiation sickness and stop trying to fucking clown my shit? Because like for real radiation sickness is way more obvious as uh, a factor to losing your uh, sense of taste than than the cold, bro. Then then some wow. fucking cold symptoms, dude. I, I didn't know that was a symptom of, of radiation sickness, losing your taste. huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big radiation symptom. Uh or it's a big symptom of radiation poisoning. So, so it's like, I'm starting to think that there's a, that they're really just creating this like a smoke screen for the telecom industry, which is a big conspiracy, you know, it's huge. And a lot of these conspiracies are massive, but they create a smoke screen. And then um, the way that radiation works is people's bodies adjust to it. I've got this book, um, Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. Uh, I I got that book too. Yeah. I'm trying to read it. It's really, Dude, it's, it's a long ass book. It's really interesting. Um, I was, I'm like I was probably gonna, like 50, 60 pages into it. I'm glad I didn't book. lie. I, did, I, I said I got this book instead of I've read this book because I was going to lie and said I read this book, but I didn't. So that's really good of me. <laughs> um, but my girlfriend, my girlfriend read the entire thing and, she, and she's, she'll tell me anything I ask her. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. That's way different. easier. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But, but, um, but he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of good information in there. And um, he would say that for sure that all of this is more so um, a radiation thing because 
we adjust as humans, uh, we're adjustable, but if they cranked up the radiation and we all got sick and we blamed the telecom industry and there are all these lawsuits and they might not be able to execute their plan, then it would be like obvious. But instead, there's this huge smokescreen that is COVID globally, while the global telecom agencies, they have a bigger budget than healthcare and stuff. And they're just as evil as a lot of them. Like a lot of like everyone wants to deny the evil. Oh, not not them. My, my phone, my phone. No way. It's like, come on, man, you were being enslaved. And now, dude, with COVID, I've witnessed in just a short amount of time, like kids can't even go to libraries where I live. Kids cannot go to libraries where I live or bookstores, mind you. But like the kids only can't can anyone. No, no one can. But I'm just okay. I mean, I'm not worried about adults. They're already fucking programmed. I'm just talking about kids are still yeah, they're learning. They're not gonna go to the library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like kids that want to learn something, they get on and Google tells them exactly what they want them to know, you know? It's like there's no you can't yeah, total control of uh information as central control. Yeah, exactly. That's that's seems like that's the goal, yeah. So uh yeah, man, that five G the the five G connection is definitely crazy man and especially how essential 5g is for everything that they want to do like the smart grid the internet of things and and all just putting everything onto one network where everything's connected to it and then that does make sense that when they introduce a new frequency it has adverse effects on people and fucks them up because that's that's what that guy talks about in that invisible rainbow book is how in 1918 when they came out with radio or whatever it happened maybe it was before that i don't know but around the time of the Spanish flu, they had just come out with a new type of radio frequency technology all over. And then everyone started getting sick with what they termed to be the Spanish flu. So who even knows what's really going on? Yep, yeah, exactly. How's your friend doing now? Is he all better? Oh, yeah, he's fine, man. You know, everybody's fine that gets it. That's why I don't understand this whole fuss of like, take this experimental RNA, mRNA. So I did a little research. I guess the Johnson and Johnson one is DNA altering. It just goes straight for your DNA by entering by um, bringing in some other person's DNA. They won't. They won't tell you it's another person. They just say brings D- a vaccine with DNA. It's like where the fuck do you think they got it from? It's not your DNA, bro. You know. So someone else's DNA is injected into you to alter your DNA. Is the Johnson and Johnson vaccine with a seventy-eight percent efficacy? I mean, dude, the thing. Might work, might not, which what does work even mean? And then it might give you Bell's palsy, it might kill you. To what? To alter your DNA so that you need an immune system compromised to the point that you're that it's going to need directions from a vaccine every single flu season, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what they want. But I don't see why anybody would line up for something at this point when COVID is harmless, in my opinion, whatever COVID even is, if it is anything. I mean, what people need to do is mitigate their exposure to the the wireless radiation yeah, because i really the media and to the media for real That's what it is man i mean can you imagine if you were um in the jungle this whole time and you came back to this world i'd be holy shit yeah that would be i would go back to the jungle probably yeah exactly so why don't you talk about um your brand spiro is that how i pronounce it spiro spiro uh it's latin word so it's spiro. what does that mean uh, yeah Oh, it means hope. Okay, I like that. So thanks a lot for, for what you sent me. I really love the sweater. That thing is like one of the most comfortable sweaters I've ever put on. It's a whole different feeling when you put it on than, than a normal sweater. It's like, it's, like, it's like softer, but it also kind of feels heavier. I don't know. It's cool. I like, I like it. So 
why don't you tell people out about your brand and what what the idea is behind it? I know you talked about it a little bit before, but kind of to help people learn more in depth what it's doing and how it can help people. Well, yeah, for sure, especially because it's such a new thing. And I want other companies to embrace the idea of protecting people because, like I said, I, I seriously think that a generation raised around all this technology, um, if not educated to, to mitigate the exposure to the technology through um, like distance or through clothing or through a knowledge enough to unplug your Wi-Fi at night or something like that, like these kids that are raised in such a pervasive environment, they're not going to be able to procreate these dystopian, um, seemingly sci-fi films will become an inconvenient reality. I, I advise you to watch uh, the 1990 kind of weird dystopian film, Handmaid's Tale. Um, in that film, there's a, there's a civil war in the United States. So like California is breaking away from the United from the U S and there's this evangelical weird, uh, government now. And the only currency is, uh, fertility because nobody can procreate anymore in this, in this future version of the United States. And if that 5g apocalyptic scenario does unravel, you'll see the only people that can have kids are the ones that were knowledgeable enough to keep their kids away from this pervasive tech throughout their entire upbringing and while in the womb and all this stuff. Uh, in China, supposedly you have to wear these, these aprons, these silver aprons while pregnant because they don't want their children. It's supposedly law, you know? Really? I, yeah, I had no idea. They don't want their kids coming out retarded. Um, but over yeah. here, over here, they don't mind it because it's a cu customer for life and our, our, whole system is totally different than over there. I'm not saying China is is the shit. I'm just saying that their healthcare is so social. So if there's, they take care of their people in the healthcare system, and it's a government bill, and they don't want to have to foot the bill for you. You know, they want you to be a good worker, and they they can keep you under wraps that way. Over here, they want to make big money off of you being a customer for life and keeping you sick and keep you under wraps that way. And it's just a different, you know, agenda. So interesting. The, the silver, the woven silver, um, you can tell that it works because you put your phone in the bag and it doesn't get a signal. So that idea of deflecting the radiation from the signal. So, so here's the deal. There's light waves that we can't see. All we can see is Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, indigo, blue, indigo, violet, right? And on the cusp of there, like there's ultraviolet right after violet. Um, and it's just a smaller wavelength. And then a bigger wavelength of light wave than red is, is um, infrared. And we can't see infrared just because of the shape of our eyes. We can't see ultraviolet because of the shape of our eyes. And that spectrum, electromagnetic spectrum, it extends out into more light waves that, people, that we've learned to carry data on. So a really big-ass light wave, 100 feet tall, that's like, I mean... Our light waves, like yellow and whatnot, are in nano. They're they're measured in nanometers. They're really tiny, but a really big light wave, like off an AM tower, um, would be a hundred feet. And if you could see the light coming off an AM radio tower, pushing AM radio waves that travel great distance, you would see this hundred foot tall. Uh, uh, well, the properties of it are that it's a hundred feet, like in width, like this massive carrier wave that's a hundred feet. That's like um, going through everything. It can go through you and a building, and it's harmless unless yeah. you're like right next Permeates to it. Permeates everything. Yeah, yeah. So, and you can carry information on it. These AM radio waves. So FM radio waves are ten feet tall, and you can still carry data on it, and they can go pretty far. And the smaller you get, the more 
oscillations you can get per second and the more data you can carry. So the smaller the wave, the more data you can carry on it. So now that we're, so Wi-Fi is like all the way down to like 30 centimeters and it, it actually like, um, it oscillates in size, which makes it kind of, uh, we can't get used to it as humans. So it makes it more dangerous for us to be like right next to that Wi-Fi router. Um, and I recommend if anybody's really interested to get yourself a good EMF reader and you can understand what's going on in your house. Because even just a couple rooms away from the Wi-Fi router, if you just turn off your devices, you're not getting blasted that bad. It's not the end of the world. But if you're in the room with the router 24 hours a day, uh, it starts to have impacts on you because your body, for one, it absorbs the light. It thinks it's light that it's absorbing, but I'll get there. So the so wait, real, real quick, though, about the yeah. EMF reader. I actually have one, but I don't know what's safe and what's unsafe. And I was trying to look it up. I was like, OK, this thing's going crazy right now, but what, what's it doing to me? So what do you have any idea of like the actual um, levels that you might want to watch out for and and all that? Well, yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, and I should probably add that to my frequently asked questions on the website. I'm trying to come up with like a good database on my Sparrow. I have the website uh, S-P-E-R-O uh, gear or Sparrow Protection Clothing. It forwards there. But Sparrow Gear is my Instagram and then SparrowGear.com. And then um, in there's a lot of information, and I, and I wanted to include some of that. So the deal with that is basically you just want to get less, you know, if it's like yeah. if it's like a big-ass number, you want to make it go down. But if you want to look up levels, they keep pushing the levels. The levels that we have for safety are from the 1996 Telecom Act in the United States from Bill Clinton, and those levels are already being breached, and the FCC doesn't care. And you No, know, like to really get – to answer your question – Find a country who gives a shit, like France. France seemed to care. France made it so like cell towers couldn't be a certain distance from schools and you couldn't have certain Wi-Fi in elementary schools and all this sort of stuff. Get the levels in France because they're they're not piercing the phone bags in France, you know what I'm saying? So get the levels that are the safe levels there, and then you can go off of that. But okay. basically, but basically when I have my meter and it's going nuts. I'm like, okay, I want to make this number go down regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was just wondering because I was like, man, what does this mean? Because there's different settings and all that, and I just, I'm not, I'm not a scientist like that, so I don't know. No, but it was continue. So, so continue yeah, so with light, what you're saying. So the light that's being emitted from this technology, our bodies are literally like, I did read this in that Arthur Furstenberg Invisible Rainbow book. Our bodies our actual physical bodies are like plants. We literally absorb light just like a plant does. And um, we don't realize it, but we absorb all the lights around us. So it's really important to know what kind of lights we're exposing ourselves to, okay? So our bodies don't mind fire light. Fire light is like in our DNA from our ancestors and we actually like it. Sunlight, our bodies totally like it. We absorb the shit out of that stuff and sometimes we get sunburned, you know what I mean? But our body's clocks are even set to sunlight and as the sunlight dims, our bodies know, oh, it's 7 p.m., time to start regulating our cortisol and release the dopamine and blah, blah, blah. And then our body's clocks are literally – we have this thing called a circadian rhythm. It's a biological clock that's literally set to the sun. And that's why you want to learn about blue light and put on the blue light glasses, a blue light filter or whatever because if you're blasting yourself a blue light in the middle of the night, your body starts to think, oh, is that ultraviolet light? Because it seems like it because it's really close to it in the properties. 
and then it sets your biological clock to thinking it's noon and you miss out on all these good chemicals in the middle of the night that you would because your body thought it was bright, bright daylight that you were exposing yourself at like 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. right before you went to bed or whatever, which you could mitigate just by putting on a blue light filter app or blue light glasses if you want to be I don't know. I think they're kind of lame, the blue light glasses. But whatever. (laughs) If you want to be cool, you can get these blue light glasses out and, you know, tell all your friends how cool you are. But but either way, like 4G, um, so from from 2G to 3G to 4G, the frequency or the broad, the bandwidth or the size of the carrier wave started to get smaller and smaller and smaller, basically. And now at 4G, we're dealing with like centimeters, like, like, uh, let's just say 20 centimeters or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Depends on which carrier you're dealing with, but it's, we went from, we went from hundred foot AM waves to 10 foot FM waves to like smaller and smaller and smaller. And now at 5g, these carrier waves are getting down to be measured in millimeters. So someone like Verizon will own a bandwidth that's measured and in, in actual literal size, it's like from eight millimeters to 15 millimeters in size. And by the, by the time these waves get down to millimeters in size, our bodies are absorbing that light. This in, it's invisible light. That's why the book is called Invisible Rainbow. It's invisible light that we cannot see, but our bodies are absorbing it because our bodies absorb light like a plant. And we're absorbing this light like, like we think it's light, like a sunlight. Like because, it's food yeah, or yeah, something. Because it's, it's helping us. Yeah, because we get vitamin D and all this stuff out of good light. We think, oh, we're going to absorb this good light, but it's not good light. And it's, we absorb it because of the properties of it, because of the size. It's so small be, that we think that it's sunlight. So where did this technology even come from to carry information on such a small wave? Well, the active denial system, ADS, which you can easily look up. There's a Wikipedia on this one. The active denial system was created, militarized, in Iraq when we started going over to the Middle East and it literally looks like a cell tower on a Hummer in the desert and what they do is they crank this frequency out of it that's about a millimeter in size and they tune it to absorb right into your skin because they know your body's going to absorb it. It absorbs right into your skin so that it hits your nerves in your skin. And it's an, it's called an active denial system because it's literally a frequency fence. So insurgents come in, they flip on this frequency fence, and their skin just starts burning, and they can't come into a certain zone. And they don't know how to turn it off or whatever. The only way to turn that shit off is to rock some sparrow gear, like the hoodie that I sent you that's lined with silver, or... Yeah. <laughs> to fucking blow up the source of the, you know, radiation, uh, which is the millimeter size wave. So these carrier waves now, the Verizon and whatnot are using for 5G, they're not that exact same size. Otherwise, we'd be feeling it and we'd be like dropping dead. But they are in that spectrum where it's absorbing and we're building up this radiation in our bodies, you know. And over wow. time, we'll, we'll probably see some impacts to it, you know, depending on where we live and whatnot. But I know it's rolled out in L.A., and I don't know people yeah, there. San Francisco too, New York, I think. Oh, Bigger cities know, get it first. You know what just clicked is as I saw something in the USA today today that LA was the biggest hotspot for COVID. And my friend yeah. who just left LA, his phone bag didn't work there on his old iPhone. And I sent him the double one and it did. But the thing is, is is that's a 5G city. That's one of the only 5G rollout cities in the US is LA. So yeah. that would make sense that that's a, a big COVID quote unquote hotspot. Scary man, it's like they're cooking these people. Basically, so basically, what what I feel like you're getting at, or trying to kind of summarize, uh, is in a 
very simplistic terms, is they're using this this 5G wavelength. It sounds like it's going to be used to control us more. It's like a virtual prison, it seems like. Something like that. Well, but even if it wasn't doing that, it's still affecting us and affecting our bodies. So that's why you got to have this clothing to help reflect the waves away from you. So they're not always going through you. So you're not getting cooked all the time. Well, there's a lot of things. Yes, to your virtual prison um, comment, they could they could they could literally create it so that you are on house arrest. Based, I mean, once they have this frequency everywhere, they can tune it to do whatever they want. And when you've got stuff in your body from the vaccines that's metallic and nanobot oriented, and you've got stuff in your body from the chemtrails that's nanobot oriented and metallic, and they've got these 5G antenna. They say they want a 5G antenna every 500 feet. They're putting these things in Houston people's um, lawns. These They look like big electric boxes. You should look this one up, dude. It's crazy. It looks like a big electric box, and they just come and plop it on the person's lawn, and it's a 5G repeater signal. So it, yeah, and it's it is it is so pervasive that the, that it is um, a like a prison of sorts. Yes, and what the silver clothing does is it deflects that. So if you wear a t-shirt out in the hot sun, the light gets bounced off your t-shirt and you don't get sunburned. You get a little bit of that sun, yeah, but you don't get skin cancer. The the silver clothing, it's just like that. It it reduces even ninety nine point nine percent of the radiation from the environment or whatever so that you don't get burned when everyone else is like building this is like accumulating this radiation over time. That's going to cause some serious ramifications. So when I was talking about the, um, just now about the towers and the 5g and stuff, I just want to say something really quick. They want people with these vaccines with the altering of their DNA and their messenger RNA. It's a complete altering of their immune system. They want people to have to have, their immune system like programmable with nanobots. It's been in Time Magazine and all this stuff. Nanobot technology yeah. to like run the immune system. If they have a 5G, 5G technology that's everywhere, that can literally program publicly. They can say, oh yeah, we're going to give everyone an update. Literally, it can like program the the masses in mass like Jesus. updates. Like, like a, their computers. They got like little their, computers like their, in you. Yeah, and they exactly. just They just give you an update like they update the iPhone without you without even asking. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And that, and that could be a, a very real f- future. <laughs> yeah, nanotech. Well, and you mentioned something earlier. I got I to gotta have you elaborate on this. You think that with the technology they put inside us from whatever, from the food, the GMOs, the chemtrails, the vaccines, whatever, and then combined with the 5G, the, the frequencies that we have surrounding us and these antennas that shoot off these frequencies, you think we'll get to a point where they can actually put you on house arrest just through radiation and make it so you get fucking zapped if you try to walk out the door? Do you do you think we'll get there someday? Um, I think that I think that uh, Agenda 2030 is a massive slippery slope where we're going to witness some real shit just like that in our lifetimes. And the real truthers like me and you are like very fucking important right now, bro, because it's not a coincidence. Yo, Jeff Bezos just left Amazon, homie. Amazon is doing the best that it's ever done, ever. Bill Gates left Microsoft, okay? These are their babies. This is like Willy Wonka leaving the chocolate factory. These 
elitist. They know that we're in for a shit storm. And I think that 2020 was just the beginning, bro. Like Agenda 2030 is they want to get us to a point where there's a one world. I mean, like, it's, you know, the, the agenda is like yeah. get rid of the currency. I mean, right when it came out, I went to the post office and they were like, oh, coin shortage. Do you have any? Oh, oh, sorry. We don't want to accept uh, U.S. dollars because, number one, there's a coin shortage. And number two, your grimy germs are on them. And I'm like, whoa, they're doing it all at once. Are, are they not? All at once. Yeah. Yeah. You know all saying? of a sudden, there's a fucking coin shortage. All of a sudden, everyone's racist, too. And there's all these riots, you know, all at once. It's attack from every angle. And that's yeah. how you know it's all coordinated, planned ahead, all part of getting us to this futuristic fucking dystopian shithole. I think you'll like this one. And I don't know if you probably didn't see it because you do your own thing. I did this little uh, update on my Facebook and I, and I, a couple of like shows I went on trying to like um, I try to wrap my heads around my head around this like witchcraft and how they get everybody in line. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I hear I mean, I hear you screaming from the rooftops just like I'm trying to in your lyrics and stuff like that. And I love that you have your voice. But um, I wanted to create like a analogy or metaphor to this experience that I had. Okay, so check it out, David. When this is all going down, I saw some people out on the street with these masks on and signs that said, I can't breathe. And at first, I swore that they were protesting the masks. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I'm finally someone stepping up, right? But then yeah. come to find out, bro, they had it's been George traumatized. Floyd thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. They yeah. had been traumatized, and they were being told to wear masks, and they were being told to wave around these, these signs. The two things, right? So yeah. I created this, like, uh, satire or whatever. I spoofed it, and I put a blindfold on. And I held up a sign that said, I can't see. And then I was like, no, neither are related. The media told me to do both and none, none has to do with the other. And that's like how, and like, yeah, that's, that's like hilarious, but that's how dumbfounded that shit was. Like it was literal, like witchcraft, like media sorcery. Like they call it broadcasting for a reason. Like they're really literally casting spells on people and people don't realize it because they get so caught up in it. But if you know about, if you know about how censorship goes down, there never would have let George Floyd get killed right in front of everyone's face and not let the censorship algorithm like hit that one. I can't oh, even like chemtrails. Why exactly? They, if, if they, it only gets out there if they want it to get out there. Right. Exactly. So that was that was really, all part of it. That was really amazing how they got it all went down and like if you know about the event two hundred one. Like Bill Gates and these elite assholes, they they got a supercomputer to run this whole thing right before COVID got dropped. And it was like literally exactly what happened, like a virus yep. came and da, 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 da. And I guarantee that supercomputer ran through all this stupid shit, including now anal swabs and Bill yeah. Gates being the, the evil man. So so I was really uh, trying to analyze this one. So now Bill Gates is is helping David Keith, and they're they're publicly like it's even more public than ever that they're doing the spraying thing in Sweden. I wanted to go there and protest and get Frankenstein's too, like f footage and stuff. I can't even as an American citizen, I can't even go to Sweden right now because of the lockdown over there. They're not letting anybody in. They're doing this experiment. except Bill Gates. Yeah, except for Bill Gates and and yeah. these elitists that are going to spray the sky in June in Karuna, Sweden, where there's never there's no the sun doesn't go down in June in this town. So they're going to spray in this, like, it's not even a good environment to do the test. It's kind of weird. And they're going to spray and say, oh, yeah, look, we made it work. We're going to do this. And But all the public media is now running with it. That's Bill Gates is the boogeyman. Bill Gates is going to spray your sky. Also, Bill Gates is the boogeyman. He's behind these vaccines. He's gotten all this backlash on Instagram. Also, now, Bill Gates is the number one um, agriculture landowner in the United States. Did you yeah. see that? 
Yeah, I did see that. So the biggest so like, farm owner. Are you going right. to go work for him now? Well, like I was did thinking, in uh, California. <laughs> right. Yeah, no way. I was thinking, what if there is a food shortage? Like, what if he does decide to just take the year off and we end up with some, like, food shortage? Because it does seem like they're engineering crazy weather disasters and all this stuff. And they could easily pull this thing off and create some turmoil. What if this really happened? Are they? Yeah. And then they blame Bill Gates because he's the farmland guy, too. Because the media is controlled. And we are being, like, controlled the way we perceive information, the way we think. Why is all of a sudden Bill Gates being the boogeyman? I know that they tried to make Trump the boogeyman, and they got everyone to vote out of hatred. And yeah, the election's yeah. a fraud, whatever. But like they uh -huh. did get everyone to vote out of hatred, and all yeah, there was a lot like, of division, a lot of hate this year. Oh man, last year. And so it was is insane. That, is that what they're doing with Bill Gates? Is just to get us acting out of hate? I mean, nothing's gonna happen if it's in fear and hatred. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a hippie. I'm not. I do believe in, in, in love and shit like that and like conquering it all and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, we do need righteous anger too, but I don't know what they're trying to do with this Bill Gates hatred. It does seem like that maybe like when you know about false flags and psyops and all this stuff, it, it, it starts to really make your head wrap around like where they're coming from as these sociopaths, like, and what they're trying to do to humanity. But I don't see this getting better anytime soon. I don't think that masks are going to come off of anybody's faces like until it's like there's a real fight. You know what I mean? And and yeah. I want that fight to be like it's getting our, worse. I want that fight to be our fight when it happens. And I don't want it to be like this controlled like pussy bullshit. And I don't want it to be like uh, squashed because it's like preemptive or anything like that. So I don't know what to do or how to play it but i know if i tried to like start something right now that we would just get like there's there's not enough there's not enough yet and they know it because they're doing these little subtle like they're just pushing us just a little bit oh yeah two masks oh yeah anal swabs oh yeah a little more it's like yeah. yo fuck you when is when is someone gonna when is the whole world just gonna be gonna like wake up yeah we're gonna breathe now you can take a hike it's this like addiction to their technology and it's an addiction to not having been wrong it's like me i like literally have no problem being like oh whatever i was totally wrong about that oh yeah, yeah. dinosaurs are totally fake sure whatever you think i mean like i don't give a shit like i will i will do some research and i will change my mind or i won't and it's like i'm there with my ego like and my heart is like in my, on my shoulder or whatever like i don't give a shit i don't care yeah. but i wish people would like step up and really like let their egos down or something like that because it's really getting in the way of the rest of the world yeah people hate to dude you know what's crazy i don't know if this is the same for you but with all this shit coming out about chemtrails and how they're obviously a thing you know geoengineering solar radiation management it's like a mainstream thing now they're admitting they're doing it and like you can see that they're putting people out front who are Bill Gates, but who knows who's really behind it. But Bill Gates admits to it. People like David Keith. So it's a real thing. And I feel like I've been trying to tell people this for years. And people, I would get so much ridicule, so much hatred, so many arguments. People fucking, you know, hating on me and shit for trying to talk about this. And then, like, I've seen people, I've never had once had somebody come back to me and be like, dude, you were right. Like, it's true. <laughs> Have you ever had that? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, <laughs> uh, 
I mean, like talking about with people like close to me, you know? No. Oh, oh, close to me. Yeah, I wish, man. I really yeah. wish. I wish that like one of my family members or something be like, you know what? You were right the whole time. Like I didn't get the vaccine. and I didn't die. Holy <laughs> shit, Matt. No. And yeah. what's interesting, you mentioned geoengineering is the control of the dialogue and the information at the level of the um, opposition and the activism. So when I first came into this space, um, there was the main activist in chemtrails, this guy named Dane Wigington, and he's out of uh, Redding, California. And it was very confusing because Dane was, he had a background with this company called Bechtel, which is like this government contractor. And it just, the energy behind his message was, um, you have to stick to his message, which was you have to use the word geoengineering. And if you used Mm -hmm. any other word, he would, you know, he really slandered the shit out of me really for saying the word chemtrails. And I invited him to come speak at the conferences I was having and stuff. And he said, no, you use the word chemtrails. That's a conspiracy word. You have to use the word geoengineering. And at the time I was like, okay, he's just trying to sound official. I remember this. I remember this being a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just trying to sound official and, 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 and I get the word's been demonized. But the word geoengineering, it only means one fucking thing to dim the sun, to stop it from heating the earth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean fucking weather manipulation. It doesn't mean fucking spraying the motherfucking town with experimental fucking shit or whatever, which is the, what they've done. They spray lithium on Portland. They do all sorts of shit, man. They do all sorts of stuff. So making it one little word and making it sound scientific and then. And then posing it as maybe trying to control the narrative and make it seem like it's only this one thing rather than a a whole plethora of of different things. But guess what fucking happened, bro? The media came out with that word. Nobody knew the media was going to come out with that word. Oh, so you're saying that he he was spreading that word and trying to get people to say it and then the media jumped on board with it? Yeah, I'm saying that they were on the same page, that he was introducing the word of the consciousness a little early. And then the media comes out and is like, oh, we got this new word. It's like that motherfucker was saying that word. I'm not stupid. Really? So you think he was uh, like, you know, I'm bad guy the whole was, time? Dude, I'm yeah. saying the whole time they were like, this is how you're going to do it. And so he controlled the activism. He was the main guy in the space. Dude, when like anybody comes in and wants to be a, an activist and then they see someone's already ruling the space and they're controlling, they're doing the damn thing. It's like, oh, what a relief. I don't have to do it. I don't want the ridicule from my peers. But, dude, the way that he did it, and he says that anthropogenic global warming is fucking real. Come on. It's not. Everybody fucking knows it. We are not heating the damn planet unless it's from the crazy chemtrail operations and shit. But the whole thing about the carbon and the Al Gore and all that bullshit, we, we're supposed to be underwater. Yo, the sea level thing, the sea level thing drives me fucking insane. It's like the whole reason why we're being told all of this crazy shit is happening is because we're worried about sea level rises. Uh, okay. Never happened, huh? What the fuck? It never happened, and it never did. It's like, go to the a beach. It's like, I'm not, a, I'm not, it doesn't take a scientist to see that zero sea level has been zero sea level. There's marshes, there's islands, there's beaches. There's, you know, there's, there's actual islands that have, like, erosion, and there's islands that have sand wars where Dubai people will, like, come and, like, steal sand and shit. And then they do documentaries on them and said, oh, this this island in the Maldives is going to go underwater. Why the fuck is that one island going to go underwater and no one else is? Give me a fucking break. 
Yeah. So they, yeah, I've heard about sand wars, it, particularly in India. And it was because they're building so much there. They, they need a special kind of sand for the foundation. So there's like sand mafias. It sounded pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty gangster. They come in the middle of the night. And steal your sand out of your river. That was river sand, though. It has to be like ultra fine river sand. But okay, yeah, I see what you're saying, and there definitely is some uh, what controlled opposition in any space. You know, nine the nine eleven truth movement is a classic example. You know, and the ones throughout history as well. Like you said, the Cointel Pro thing with the the Black Panthers, and then everything they did really after the Kennedy assassination. Just using that term conspiracy theorist to dismiss anybody who's questioning the official narrative and, and is trying to think on their own. So it's it's nothing new. It's here to stay. Fucking sucks, man. How, how do you weed through weed through this? And there's on the Internet, too, when you could be completely anonymous, you have all these bots that are like controlled by the FBI, the CIA, whatever. They have whole sections of the military that are dedicated to just being fucking trolls and and fucking with you so yeah it's crazy man it's crazy to s- try to separate who's real from who isn't well what's crazy is how this technology has all of a sudden controlled you know humanity's destiny i mean we went how long without the internet if you really think about this shit it's only been around like up in our lives for about 20 years and now, what, they're burning books because little kids have touched them and germs might be on them and shit? It's like we're getting to a literal point of 1984 where all of our information is literally being controlled. I mean, I don't really like talking about Alex Jones, but it is an info wars. Like, it literally is an information yeah, war. Yeah, yeah. And what we need to do is cultivate our discernment. It's our gut. It's like our street smarts. And at, to some extent, we all have it. I mean, if you're walking down the street and there's a homeless man there with a brand, brandishing a firearm and he looks desperate, <laughs> you might cross yeah. the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like everyone can agree with that. But to some extent, people are like, oh, I've heard the line. There's two lines. There's two lines. And I hope that you can work this into a rap because that would be really that would be so amazing. There's <laughs> okay. two lines that I hear all the time. They would never do that to they would never do that to themselves. And um, uh, what is it? Why would they ever do that to themselves? And they would never do. They would never do that. Oh, I fucked it all up. It's just. It's just simple, like psychologies. It's like people can dismiss it by saying they would never do that to yeah. us. Why? Why would they do that? Or, oh, or yeah. why would why they would attack they me? Why us? would they care about me? Yeah. I'm why would they ever do that to us? And mm-hmm. if they can't get the why, and it's like the why is really deep, dude. They want to control your total fucking reality and enslave you. Spiritual thing. It, yeah, and it's death. total spiritual. They're trying yeah. to transhuman your your destiny and stuff, yeah. man. Like there's a like demonic a, aspect to this. I really believe that. Oh, I totally 100. percent We could tell you a whole nother show on that shit. Like it's real. Yeah. There's good. There's good and evil on Earth, and and that's like this is like the battleground for good and evil. But it's like in physicality, and we don't really realize it's the battle and stuff like that. But but it's real. It's yeah, real. Some that's deep why. Shit. That's why I think um, having everyone live a lie. Oh, if you know about Bohemian Grove, I think this whole um, thing. You know about Bohemian Grove, David, where they come together and do. Bro, little- I went on tour with an anti-Illuminati punk band called the Sacred Owls. They're out of Orlando, Florida, and they are all about exposing the Bohemian Grove. I learned a lot about it from this guy. It's Christian, Christian Coffins. It's a cool dude, but yeah. So I, I, I know a little bit. 
So they do a satanic ceremony where they, um, it's called the cremation of care. Cremation where, of care, yeah. Yeah, where they get rid of their concern or their guilt so that they can do horrible things and they don't care mm-hmm. about their fellow humans. Okay. Yeah. So I think that this whole wearing a mask and all the media and all this, like who's wearing the mask and you're gross and you're going to get me sick and your asymptomatic symptoms killed my grandmother and all this shit. It's all one big cremation of care. When you don't get to see your neighbor's face anymore for weeks and weeks and months and months and you don't get to see anybody's face anymore and you don't even see your face anymore and you're like ashamed of your face because the media has made you think you're ugly and shit. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Dude, I hate looking in the mirror and seeing myself in a mask. I literally oh. fucking hate it. Oh, yeah. No, I hate the mask 100%. I, like, I, I hate putting it on. with two, Like, There's so many fucking aspects of it, but I... um. No, I think it's fucking very fucking evil. And I think it's, it's like all, a ritual. It seems yeah, like a giant ritual. It is. It's one giant ritual. It's one giant cremation of care where you cover your face while they cover their faces because there's an atrocity that's about to happen. It might be forced vaccinations. It might be fucking who knows what. But it's like eventually we're going to reach this level where we don't give a fuck about each other. I mean, I'm going to care and you're going to care because we still have our humanity. But these other people walking around fucking huffing fluoride, getting mad at us for showing our fucking beautiful faces, which is like, give me a fucking break. That's the revolution now, showing your face. I thought we were literally going to be able to fight this shit out. And like, you know, come on, man. Uh, yeah yeah that's uh that's scary uh so you think something big is gonna happen when do you think it's gonna happen well i mean something big is happening it's happening right now but do you think there's gonna be some sort of catastrophic event like a 9-11 type event i think covid's bigger than 9-11 i think it's a thousand times bigger it's 911,000 is what we're fucking living through right now but do you think there will be something else like something more immediate something like a something exploding or fucking Mass die-offs. What do you think? Um, I think that I give this way too much thought, but I would love to answer your question. So to like literally mentally entrain a dog or to like MK Ultra a human, which is like this has been an ongoing program for um, decades, and now they know how to MK Ultra like people in masses, what you do is you put them into like a shock where they're like in this fight or flight or freeze scenario. And then while they're traumatized, you put them in trauma again on top of the trauma. So that first trauma is like solidified and you're never going to be able to convince them otherwise of how they felt during that first trauma. Like they came to that conclusion and now it's like built with a brick wall back. And that's how you can compartmentalize like a personality and do personality splits and all this sort of shit. It's trauma on top of trauma. So what they did in the United States is they showed everyone. I never watched George Floyd. I, I knew that shit was bullshit from the beginning because I have fucking discernment. I've been discerning for a long time. Yeah. I asked my gut. I asked fucking angels. I do whatever the fuck I got to do. But like, I literally didn't have to even watch it to know it's bogus. But everyone was traumatized by watching that. And what it did is it got every single bozo in the United States waving a Black Lives Flag matter, not even knowing why they're doing it. Um, what it is or who's behind it and and what the real intention of the movement is it was just you had to do it or else you were a racist they tried to make things that black and white literally black and white you know yeah when there's so many other factors but anyways continue um no yeah so they're waving this black lives matter flag not even knowing why and they're on they're basically traumatized on top of trauma and so it it like it's like it's a programming of in masses. So now everyone's on this racial tip, racial divide, 
and they've gone COVID crazy. So they're literally wearing a mask, holding a sign saying, I can't breathe while they cannot breathe with asthma, even, you know, like with medical conditions and they don't realize what's going on. So we've all been, we're in a, we're in a state of trauma now and they're like slippery sloping us with this, with like literally pushing our buttons as much as they can by taking away our rights and, and taking away your business, the racial division, the, the political division. Yeah. Attacked from every angle. It seems like. Right. So we're in a space of like trauma right now. Like we're in a space of like fight or flight or a lot of anxiety, huh? Well, yeah. And a lot of small businesses are like, is this going to, is, am I going to get through this? A lot of people are just, are going bankrupt. Like like, I lost my job. Oh, for sure. And the bailouts, the bailouts aren't doing shit for anybody. And there was a very predatory thing where they said, um, go on rent strike, don't pay your rent. And then they didn't give anybody any rent. (laughs) Yeah. You have to pay it all back. Now you just owe. Yeah. They were like, they, they totally, they totally, um, it was entrapment basically. So we've got this whole generation that's, that's in a space of trauma but are they going to rise out of it and get pissed and, and take off their mask? I think they're going to get put in a deeper uh, traumatized no. state. And I think that it could happen this year. I think it'll come from um, probably like a false flag. Like they could like they could like have a fake activist like bomb a vaccine. Uh, or kill Bill Gates. Shit. Yeah, or I'll I was thinking a- about that. I was thinking about uh, a <laughs> fake Bill. Well, the whole media is making kill the fake Bill Gates. Some people say Bill Gates is like a a computer model. Like they, he's always wearing the same sweater. He yeah. fucking <laughs> he's never worn a mask. Uh, there's so many so many funny things out there. Just I, funny. I think that uh, a new COVID variant will come out, and that um, this Biden character will be so. Like, because everyone's like, oh, Trump didn't do it good enough. And that's why we're in the position that we're in. So he'll come out and just he'll it'll be like, I don't know how they'll pull it off, making it th- making people think that it's really scary and that people are dropping dead. But maybe they'll like, you know, gas a fucking bunch of people. So like maybe yeah. they'll gas a bunch of fucking people at like a stadium and then they'll say, oh, man, the new covid variant. Like, look, a thousand people just dropped dead. And then they'll find uh, some play. sort of biological attack and they blame it on COVID. Yeah. And it'll be a new, the, the new COVID, like UK variant or something. And they'll say it's super, that, that anyone not wearing a mask is a super spreader. And they'll really, and then, and then they'll really do a lockdown. Uh, and they'll a really have one. the, yeah, a real one, like the real one. Like that yeah. could happen. But it's, or it could just be slippery slope for years until we get our fucking alien invasion Slowly. finally. Slowly. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been really looking forward to the alien invasion. I'm a little disappointed that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, well, it, uh, for the listeners, there's an, a thing called Project Bluebeam, and what happens is when you spray enough of these chemtrail nano particulates in the atmosphere, you can create a screen in which you can do holographic projections, such as a fake alien invasion, where maybe they have like a really good, uh, like, you know, flying saucer. Well, no, they have like a really good stealth bomber that's like cloaked, and then that one is like oh. shooting. Like, and that one's like, and that one's the one really shooting some shit. But they got a, yeah. a flying saucer hologram in the oh, sky because like, they're reflecting off the chemtrails. Thousands of them, yeah. Now, like a whole fleet. Yeah, 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 exactly. God, and then just Jesus. a couple, a couple of our guys just like bombing the shit out of everybody, and like we think it's the aliens. So then we have to have a new world order, and because there is going to be Overnight. a new world. There is going to be a new world order overnight kind of thing, and they're they're getting it ready. Like, what is going to be like the that's going to the thing that's going to drop the hammer? I think they need one more like big event to really get us 
there, I think. Or it could just be slippery slope like they're doing because it's working out for them, it seems. It seems like... I feel like know, that'd be a way of less resistance and less... Uh, you know, if you can kill everyone by shooting them up with something, infertility, you know, slowly but surely, that way you don't got to fuck up the nice beaches that you want to have to yourself or whatever. You know, I don't know. It just seems like that's how I do it. I think they have uh, different scenarios. And if we start to rise in consciousness or someone has like some spiritual heart opening thing or if we have like a revolution and people are literally rising up or whatever it is, then they pull out like, you know, the, the crazy cards shit. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think, think that's that's then, a good point. Yeah. I think until then it'll be slippery slope. But I think that they're they can't fuck with God's plan, and they think that they can like hijack this whole reality. Anything that they do is going to ultimately like blow up in their face. I think putting masks on people's faces will evolve in a different way and be telepathic by the end of this shit. And I don't think that anything that the powers that be that they can plan out because they're they're pulling out all the stops. They're trying to take away our yeah. sun. They're trying to fuck with our food, fuck with our water. I mean, yeah. every single thing. They're trying to put a phone in your pocket that, oh, let me let me break down the 5G because I've really been trying to understand this. The biggest thing about the 5G, why it radiates so much, is is it is um okay, how to okay, so here's the deal. When you text out something, it goes to the cell tower. In a 5G network, your text cannot go very far. It cannot even go far enough to go to the cell tower. So it'll just go down the line to the next person. All right? So it's like... Like um, a telephone game. Yeah, exactly. It's a telephone game. It's just like passing the buck. And it's like all of the radiation of your phone, it won't be your phone updating its apps and getting its text and you watching your whatever and doing your video games. It'll be anything that the whole network can get to push through on this like spoke. It's like pushing it along. Um, uh, like, a, uh, what's, I had a good metaphor earlier. It'll pop into my head, but it, it's basically the signal is just getting pushed along to the next person. So your pocket is getting everything from the whole neighborhood and pushing it down the line, another hundred feet to the next person's thing. So they can push it to the next thing. So, so there's more volume going through everyone's thinking like all the, all the volumes going through your phone at the, is that what you mean? Or through the routers? Yeah. yeah. Your phone now, your phone's being turned into a cell tower. Everyone's got a small cell tower oh, oh, in okay. their phone and you're just f pushing the signal along. You're helping it go. Uh, otherwise it doesn't work. Like everything has to be on this like internet of things network. And then the signal just get pushed, gets pushed along. But the radiation in your pocket is now like a million times more because you're getting everybody's everything and just helping it go along a little further. So you're like a cog in the wheel, so to say. You're yeah, but you that, and your phone. But it's all linear. Um, like you're 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 just pushing it along a little further. Wow. And and what does that do? What does that mean? It means you're getting Why mad that radiation. Bad? You're getting crazy radiation instead of so way getting, more than you were because you have all of this shit all going to you directly to your phone. Everyone's data and information is all going through your phone kind of thing or maybe yeah, not exactly. everyone's but That's more. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So wow. so say you're standing 100 feet from a cell tower and then these people are like 200 feet away, like a thousand people. And they're all uh -huh. doing whatever they want on their phone. All that signal is going to go to your phone and then get passed down the line to the cell tower. And right so, through your body and right through your, your, your balls. And then, yeah, you if, know, you're holding that phone, yeah. if you're holding that phone to your head, then you're getting everybody's signal going down the line instead of just 
your signal, which is already some radiation. It's, huh. it's like I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the tech. That's why it can only travel so far. It's kind of actually doesn't make any sense um, to have as technology to be pushing around cell phone signal. It's more a weaponized thing than anything. Like it's literally a weapon. Oh, it's totally a weapon. I think these phones have always were always meant to be a weapon, and the internet as a whole. But so, do you think that has to do with? Um, the COVID thing then is just the the increase in the amount of electromagnetic radiation because our phone is now this cog in this wheel where more and more everyone's information has to go through it, or at least whoever, if you're standing between the big cell tower and them, your phone is being used as like a little transmitter. You think that's one of the reasons we're getting more sick now and having more of these symptoms of radiation sickness? Yeah, exactly. And more so you can like look at it like they're on a new bandwidth. But also, yeah, I mean, that bandwidth can carry so much information that it's not just your information going through your phone anymore. Gotcha. Hey, let me let me mention something bef- before I forget. Have you seen the show Utopia? No, I don't really watch anything. Is it good? Bro, you got to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's where they – dude, it, it predicts this whole pandemic like a year or two ago. And it came out right during, like right when the pandemic started. And it's this group of conspiracy theorists who are trying to expose this Bill, Ga- Bill Gates type character who's going to spread this fake disease all around the world to so he can give them their his vaccine. It's it's fucking crazy, right in your face. And it's on Amazon Prime. It just came out like months ago, but it was filmed like a year or two ago before any of this happened. And it was actually a remake of this show in the UK, which was also called Utopia. But that was in like 2015 or something. But I think it would be something since you're, you know, you're just interested in that kind of stuff. If you would see the similarities between what's happening right now and, and that show. Oh, for sure. It'll piss me As off. What's John Cusack. Oh, I, I, yeah, I kind of used to like, I, I liked him. as an I actor, like John but... Cusack too. Yeah, I He know. plays the Bill Gates type dude. Oh, ah, no way. It's a fucking yeah. crazy show. Have yeah. you seen Gross Point Blank? Good one. I have not. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll write that down though. He's a hitman, and he goes back to his like high school uh, reunion. But he's still a hitman. It's pretty good. Um, but Hollywood's totally corrupted. So I, I know everybody. It's all predictive programming. That's what they do. They mock us with with these types of shows where they just put it right in your face. It's amazing. Well, amazing. it programs people to make fun of people who know the truth, and then it's literally, it's well, it's it's really deep. Actually, I think that the sat- satanists. That, that are trying to rule the world that are not going to win, they know that there's karma and there's rules that have to be followed because this is still God's realm. And so they try to sidestep these karmic obligations by literally telling us what they're, what doing. they're doing. Okay, like yeah. they're warning us, like they're giving us a fair shot to stop it yeah. so they don't have some negative karma later down the line. Wow, that's, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, yeah, I really think so. And then we're just dumb enough to be like, ho, ho. It's on the TV. It can't be real. I mean, like, if you've watched Stranger Things, in Stranger Things, the boogeyman is the Department of Energy. And when I started really learning about chemtrails and I found this document, the Tropospheric Aerosol Program from 2001, right before 9-11, from the Department of Energy, they outline launching the whole chemtrail program. They call the short lines um, precursor gases, like even the short contrail lines, like there's no line in the sky that you see that's not something being emitted to mix with something else. It's all some fucking ma- like massive orchestrated diabolical scheme, and and there's no there's no hot air being emitted. In 1964, the engines were outfitted with these turbofan jet engines. 
these these airliners now have these fan blades. Like, there's no hot air coming out. There's no such thing as a contrail. That whole thing was a con, and even putting the word con on it makes it like part word magic. <laughs> part the ritual. So let me let me ask you. So that's that's a really interesting thought. But I came across something on the internet. Maybe you would know more about it, but it's something about how these planes, a lot of these giant jets, the huge, the huge giant, you know, carry 500 people type of jets that they don't even use jet fuel or something like that, that they really run on air. And that's some sort of way the turbine is created where they they don't use nearly the amount of jet fuel they say that they use. And it's it's more of some free energy. I don't even know if that's the right word, but the way the turbine jet engine is made that. It's really not using as much fuel as they say. Have you heard something about this? Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, dude, I've researched every single thing that you could possibly imagine, um, especially if it comes to chemtrails. Um, that what do I you think find, about that? At least. Yeah, it compressed air. And um, I am, I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's a maybe. It's a big maybe. I don't, I don't think that... Um, it doesn't seem like these planes could be able to make it to Australia on the amount of jet fuel that they're putting in the wings and where they where like how heavy is it and and I mean they got to balance they're doing this crazy balancing act like oh this much luggage and I've I've had I've had air I've been on flights where they're like oh no you got to sit in the back of the plane we got to balance out the plane they're moving humans around I mean <laughs> humans like yeah. for real they're moving around humans do they really have like like that much cubic like tons of jet fuel to fly me to Thailand in their wings and their wings seem so small. And like the, the way they can maneuver, there's some of these planes that can almost take off vertically. Um, I've seen videos of it and it kind of raises some questions and that's just a really weird thing to think about. And it seems like there would have to be so many people involved in that cover up and, and just the way they would have to do it. But then I started thinking about, I was like, man, that's fucking could very well be, (laughs) I don't know. Or yeah. Supposedly they just needed to take off and land uh, the jet fuel. And I mean, the more that you look into every single conspiracy, it's like supposedly oil keeps create. It's like oil's not like going to run out, you know? Yeah. It's made naturally through natural process inside the ground. Same with water. It's called primary water. Yeah. And the idea of scarcity is just something used to control us. And I fucking believe in that shit too. Yeah. I believe in that too. So there's a lot. You know, there's so much. I mean, when Fukushima happened, they said that the whole ocean was going to get totally fucked. And I mean, and that we were going to get all this nuclear radiation and all this. And like, you know, the more that I start to not believe the media, I'm like, you know, what's really going on over there? You know, like, did did that really happen the way that they say? I mean, I know that they got hit. I saw some gnarly footage of a tsunami and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know what to believe anymore when it comes out of the media. I really don't. And as far as that jet fuel thing, I definitely am on the fence. I mean, I definitely have never seen any footage of an airplane wing getting broke off and fuel like <laughs> that's true yeah you know what i'm saying like no i've never seen that either now and like flammable jet fuel coming out why don't they have fucking see-through wings that'd be way cooler anyways when you're flying if you could see all the fuel get lower and lower they could do that <laughs> yeah that'd be cool but that one i don't know about and i've looked that up and i've seen patents and like patents some oftentimes do tell the story and you know, but like why the big cover up on just on jet fuel? Because there's so much tech out there. Maybe it's some anti-gravity shit. Cause have you, I'm sure you've seen the UFO patents that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's fucking hundreds maybe, you know, there's, I've, I've come across a whole fucking list of them and I was looking at all of them. Some of them go back as far as the fifties and sixties. And they're all these 
exotic looking aircrafts that we don't have and who knows what kind of technology they really have especially like you mentioned earlier the tesla technology and things like that and you know who knows what's really possible in in terms of frequencies and magnetism because you got that guy in florida edward leedscown and this little guy who's like five feet tall and he built this whole castle all by himself with no heavy machinery using some you know 10 ton rocks some stuff that seems impossible, but he said they use some sort of anti-gravity. So who the fuck knows what's really going on? Have you been down there? I wanted to go check that out. I still haven't. No, I've never been there, but it seems sweet. Yeah, I want to go check out Coral Castle, too. And yeah, he used like some sort of uh, f- vibrational frequency things to like levitate the coral to make Coral Castle, supposedly. And after thinking about it off the cuff... I mean, if you've seen the documentary, what happened to the electric car, or if you know about people getting killed over making steam engines for cars and all yeah, the Stanley stuff Meyer. Yeah, Stanley Meyer and the troposphere oh. aerosol program. If you really start to like sink your teeth into it and it's like, why is the Department of Energy trying to control the troposphere and dim the sun? It's like, oh, well, these are rich, very, very rich scumbags that are dirty energy. It's coal and oil, and they've always controlled and swept under the rug, and they'll buy up patents and just to sweep them under the rug and kill whoever they have to just to keep their stuff going. And I ask myself, why, why, why? Because everyone asks me who, what, why, where, when, because they need all that information to pass on, especially chemtrail stuff, to their friends and family and peers. And the why for the Department of Energy and the Tropospheric Aerosol Program is I think that they literally want to not let solar power and free energy proliferate. So they do all they can. They'll even dim our sun so they can make sure that we have to use coal. And yeah, it's really interesting. But if you think about it, they've done everything they possibly could. So if there was um, the airlines able to use efficiently jet fuel, I would definitely think that the um, power industry, like, you know, those dirty energy characters who, you know, rule the world. I mean, let's be real. Mm Mm-hmm. They would probably try to keep that information silent so that we wouldn't be air compressing our cars and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if the technology was widely available, it would change the whole paradigm. It would be a whole paradigm shift. And if really so everything is energy when you think about it, I mean, our whole existence is energy. So control over energy and it's dispersed the dispersion of it and who gets what and how much it costs. That's that's everything. Well, yeah, food is now, energy. Water is energy. The sunlight is energy. Especially now, if you look at where they want to go with this agenda, twenty thirty, new world order, and um, carbon uh, tracking, and being all smart metered out, and literally carbon taxing everybody. If they're able to do a global uh, government that is in charge of carbon taxing. They will have smart meters on everyone's home and they will get to charge whatever they want for your energy because they will have you fear-mongered into thinking your energy goes towards carbon production, which makes the ice caps melt, which could put us underwater. So they have to do this, but they could charge whatever they want. They could do whatever they want and it'll all be going back to the energy again, like control the energy, control the world. Total control, yeah, through, through energy and through a complete scam to begin with. And this goes back to legitimate groups you know that where you can talk about when they came together things like the royal institute for the international affairs and you know these big organizations that actually write the legislation for governments because the politicians are just puppets they just say what they're told to say but really the people who draw the policies and the future plans 
there are real groups out there who, you know, come together and have their meetings and decide what they're going to do. And some of them even write books about it. And this idea of using like pollution, I guess, or global warming or that, you know, we're hurting the planet uh, to control everyone through energy is is what they've decided to do. And I think this COVID thing is a part of that, too. Yeah. And if you if you remember they used to say we were going to go into an ice age and that's how they tried to scare everyone into, into like getting in line, but nobody cared, you know, ice age doesn't scare anybody because that's like total end of the world. And what are you going to do when you're under a mile of ice? You're just going to have to deal with it. But they, they decided to flip the, the script completely and come out with the movie <laughs> global water warming. world, come out with the movie water world. Kevin Costner's got web feet and it's like all of a sudden it's, it's a totally different story, but they did that because they could reverse engineer the problem by superheating our atmosphere and actually creating heat waves and getting people online. You can't create uh, icy ice waves with super like with the technology that, that they have, they can more easily with the Tesla tech, uh, harp antenna array, they can more easily create and exacerbate, uh, bad situations than, you know, like, like heat waves and whatnot, then create like blizzards and to freeze some shit takes probably a little harder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's interesting what, what's happening. I mean, we could talk about this stuff all day, all the different nefarious shenanigans that are going on, but how about we flip the script a little bit and, and start talking about solutions. So what do you think, what are ways to mitigate your exposure to this kind of stuff? Um, how can, what can people do to help themselves and their family members, maybe people who aren't awake yet, but let's take it one step at a time. What do you think is some solutions we could do? Um, well, it starts with just owning your own personal, everything, you know, heal, heal thyself is, um, healthy self, right. Without the, without the hyphen. And what I think is the more you own your personal journey, I mean, like detox and get in the sauna if you can. The thing is, they start like outlining all these things. You can't even go to a sauna anymore. Um, I think it's really important to understand about mineralizing. If you get some minerals, um, like you can get plant-based minerals from Utah or just like eat really well and get yourself mineralized. And don't, What, what don't- kind of minerals? Well, you know what's what I learned is it's it's pretty it's interesting. You can get a, a wide based plant based uh, mineral supplement. Like uh, basically, if you want to remineralize water, like like at a water store or something, like when they've cleaned the water really well and they want to remineralize it, or you can look it up remineralizing water. There's yeah. uh, there's different brands. Um, all, most of them come from Utah, and what you end up is this wide spectrum of minerals. And dude, I swear to God, on there is aluminum, which we got to talk about. And on there is barium and strontium too. And on there is boron and gold and silver and palladium and all these different metals and elements that you wouldn't think that you would need in your body. But guess what? We're super conductive all the way down to our cells. And we need all of these different noble elements. Um, If you've heard of people um, consuming Ormus, like even the Egyptians did, these are mineral salts that have all these noble elements in them, including monatomic gold, monatomic silver, uh, palladium, uh, platinum elements and all these things. But the difference between them and the nanotoxins that we're being sprayed with that are chemically derived is these are plant-based elements that come from like a forest that have been compressed 
over time and now they're now, plant soluble and you can ingest it. Really? So yeah, it's it's and so if you're up to speed on your minerals, it's been a really fascinating journey. Like I I um I mean, I've even traveled to Utah a bunch because this is where the minerals come from. I love Utah. It's a beautiful state. Yeah, it's all right. Check out Bryce Canyon if you go on a hike somewhere. Yeah, I've been to Bryce Canyon. Fucking awesome. Arches, Canyonlands. Oh, man, I I love it all. That's so cool. Yeah, me too. Um, So if you're up to speed on your minerals... You know, and, and like, that's like the next step is under, is getting the mineral supplements, but even just like eating really well, if you're up to speed on your minerals, you're not going to be absorbing these toxins from the environment. Right. Gotcha. So then you've got your friends over there that are eating, uh, Doritos and microwaved Burger King or whatever, and smoking cigarettes and their bodies are deplenished. They're deplenished of, of, of minerals that you need and say your body's deficient in calcium and it really wants calcium really bad and they're spraying them. They're spraying radioactive cadmium in the sky. Your body might be confused and think that that element is actually calcium and it'll absorb it because you're not up to speed on your minerals. And then it starts absorbing, your body's absorbing these toxins that you otherwise wouldn't even be absorbing. So the first thing is to like live healthy and, ha- and like have a higher vibration by like being healthy and, you know, you know like working out and taking care of your body. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. really important because it's like detoxing. A personal- yeah, man, it's a personal journey. Detoxing, like, I mean, I try. I don't even drink alcohol. I don't. I'm not trying to poop on anybody that does things that I don't do. But whatever. I've I've been. It's a bit. You, of, are you a vegetarian? Nah, man. I I love. I gotta have the beef for sure. But I stopped eating pork um, yes, because. Well, I love bacon, you know. But like, I started learning about pork, and it's like it's just full of viruses. What's What's wrong with pork? Oh, man, they don't sweat. And they, um, they, right when you kill them, they have all these um, viruses in them that just go crazy. So anytime you get pork, unless it's like super kosher and super clean, it's got all these bacteria and viruses and stuff in them. Like it's just got a bunch of like gnarly stuff in it. Um, Damn, I fucking love bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take bacon out of here. Don't let me take that from you. <laughs> um, I, nah, I, yeah. Look, every time. It's not you, your fault. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. But no, grass-fed beef is like really, really good for you. And I, I that's I, what I've been One of really the best taking. things I hear. Yeah, that's what I've been really intaking um, the most in my. But man, like the more, the, it's fucked up. The more you try to make your diet good, the more you can't eat. So it's like, I can't even ingest shit anymore. So it's like, enjoy it while you can. Um, and then also. There's all these sorts of things like you can ingest that can pull heavy metals out of your body if you think that you've been exposed to a lot of stuff like spirulina or chlorella or zeolite or diatomaceous earth. I think especially just sweating and detoxing. Like I used to go to the sauna twice a week and I swear that's how I can keep my head kind of straight. But don't use aluminum deodorant. You know, don't vaccinate your kids. Do a little research. So would you say all vaccinations are, are bad? Fuck yeah. Do you know why? Do you know why? why? Because of that, the, they put in these things called adjuvants that are supposed to trigger your immune response to let you yeah. know that you've gotten injected with the virus or whatever. But the things that trigger your immune response are straight up fucking poisons, man. It's like toxic levels of aluminum or toxic levels of synthetic nagalase that cause mercury, immediate autism. Right? Mercury, yeah. thimerosal, polysorbate, 80, uh, aborted fucking fetuses, someone else's DNA. Yo, they're injecting someone <laughs> yeah, else's DNA fetuses, into people. Yeah. Someone else's DNA is get, getting injected into you, and then you have an autoimmune response, and you wonder why. It's because your body is so confused. How does it know how to react to someone else's DNA? Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Are they black? Are they white? Are they tall? Are they skinny? It's someone else's <laughs> fucking DNA, bro. Yeah, it's not your a, yeah. shit. 
So, like, if they came up with a way to get someone exposed to something like the chicken pox and let them get an immune reaction and then whatever. Like, I'm not saying the science is totally fucked because I'm not a scientist. I'm just saying that the adjuvants, the chemicals they put in there to disrupt your body enough to let you know you got injected with something, I'm saying those things are toxic, bro. Yeah, like, they're harmful. Real. Okay, well, just to build <laughs> on this real quick, uh, and I'll, I'll let you continue, but yeah. what if, because they've been talking about this, that they might do some sort of vaccine passport what if that becomes a thing, and how are we going to fake that so we can still go places, us who don't want the vaccine? Think we can do that? Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to have to figure out their own methods of doing that. I really hope that the cool doctors start to hit me up because they know that I'm so cool that I deserve that shit or something like that. Same with you. Yeah, we need some cool doctors, man. We got to have a fucking whole black market of real doctors. <laughs> Um, but I definitely, I mean, they're going to see that shit coming. They want to do the quantum dot, you know, about that, where like, it's basically like black light ink where people are going to have on their smartphones, this like black light, and then they can shine it on anybody to see they got the vaccine because oh, it's micro dot shit that's on you. Yeah. The like, mark of the beast. Yeah, literally. And so wow. everyone will be like shining everybody. And then they'll have the little lights on the entrances of the doors to the grocery stores and shit. I think we're just going to have to um, find our friends who got the vaccines and get them to shop for us and shit like that. I don't know. Honestly, that's a good question. And I mean, definitely I've thought about it and it's going to get really weird really quick for sure. And yeah, fuck that vaccine. Path. I mean, it, the, the writing is on the <laughs> wall, dude. They're going to yeah. want us to. I mean, it's just going to be slippery slope until we can't do anything without that thing, it seems like. There's already some countries, I believe, that are preventing travel if you don't if you don't have it. Yeah, no, I I know it. my friend who works for the airlines, he's got to get it. He's a he's a works as a flight attendant and I think they're he they're going to make him get it. Well, you know, I'm afraid to be around people that get it to be quite honest cuz they shed some experimental shit. Yeah, yeah, fucking who knows, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy yeah. though. Okay, oh, so we'll we'll handle that later, but it was continue with um, the minerals. Yeah, and uh like owning your own frequency and vibration if you're stuck in fear, it's really real. You got to snap out of that and if you want to flip it you want to get out of fear through like actual like rage against the machine like straight up like um like like actual righteous anger and get out of that frequency that way or however you want to snap out of the fear but that that frequency that they would everyone stuck in that they're probably pulsing out of your smartphone just the same it's not a place to be and it, and it gets your chemicals all offset and whatnot oh okay here we go so the blue light understanding like getting off your phone or getting away from the wi-fi router at night like there's teen suicides going through the roof because teens are not being educated on this stuff and all of their their biology is being thrown off we have such a delicate circadian rhythm that if our bodies don't know what time of day it is even in the middle of the night then we don't produce uh dopamine or serotonin even just really? one night, we don't produce it. So you like, think even the blue light, being exposed to blue light can cause depression? I guess that'd be yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Slowly but surely, it throws off your, your biological clock. So LED lights, LED stands for light-emitting diode. And that diode is a blue light di uh, light. It's blue light-emitting diode. And the reason why these things are, quote, energy efficient is because they pulse on and off 10,000 times per fucking second. Your light, your 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 body absorbs this. Your whole nervous system is impacted. Your eyes cannot see it because it's so fast. And it's literally off half the time, like 10,000 times per yeah. second. It's off. But Yeah, that's body, why if you, if you film it in slow motion, it will seem like it's flickering. 
Yeah, or you film. I've, I've noticed that on iPhone black video. bars going. I've seen black bars go across when I film it too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So if you can learn these simple things, and like literally, once you start to to like be committed to the information, just at a certain time of day, it can be nine or ten o'clock. Just check out and don't get on your device for the rest of the day. Let let your body reset. And know that it's nighttime, and and you can like own your biology that way and don't give yourself all these like offsetting chemicals and then you're all depressed and then you're worthless because we're going to need you to fight this fight you know what i'm saying but um like yeah. no know about bluetooth those dude those bluetooth headphones bro like i hope you don't have yeah though dude no i fucking as soon as those came out i was like dude you got to get rid of those everyone i see with them i'm like what the fuck are you doing your head's like in a microwave well, they think they look cool, which 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 annoys me because I, I think, think they look whack. like zombies. And <laughs> did you know? Did you know? Okay, yeah, it creates a Bluetooth field, right? And the Bluetooth field communicates with the phone. But did you know that the, the two headphones communicate with each other through your brain? They send signals. They have to, yeah, of course. Fuck yeah, they do. It's unreal. And then, so yeah. if you learn about like binaural beats. Like our brains are really sensitive and you can put your brainwave in like a theta, like relaxed brainwave state just by listening to binaural beats. And what a binaural beat is, is you listen to this music and in one headphone, it's like 10 hertz and a hertz is how many oscillations it is per second. But either yeah. way, our, our, our bodies are so sensitive that in one headphone it'd be 10 hertz and then the other headphone would be 18 hertz and our brains just do the calculation and do the, the, the differential so there's one is 10, one is 18, so the difference is eight, and now you've like tuned your brain to be eight hertz, and now eight hertz is like in this theta brainwave state that you're in when you're like meditation and relaxation, but you can literally tune your frequency. That's how easily um, augmented our, our frequencies are. So you could, if you learn about that, then you don't want to be wearing no Bluetooth headphones, dude. Come on, man. That's fucking yeah. retarded. So it's like – yeah. The Bluetooth in your car and shit. Like, I live next to a smart meter way too long, and now my heart hurts when I'm in around Bluetooth and cars. So it's did, like, did you know all new cars have to have that too? It's a law. That, they well, all have to have. Turn the, it off at least. Can you turn it off? No, I think it's always oh. on, and you you always have to have a backup camera too. Anything after like 2018. Dude, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Like, I um, I mean, maybe I was even targeted, but I don't like to go there because that's kind of fear based, and I'm not really that special. But maybe, I mean, I, I know for real. Like, I know I don't put anything past. Did any something of happen to you? I mean, in terms of like, uh, yeah, a my sickness smart- or a weird thing. When I was working on, I was living in Canada, and I was working on the movie Franken Skies, and I was sitting at the computer all day, like doing the editing, and there was a smart meter on the other side of the wall. Uh-huh. Um, well, I was like really getting like close to finished and I left town for a day, but I like told everybody in my emails and my texting, like I took my phone with me and like I went on the ferry and went to the whole other side of the fucking province basically. And I came back the next day and my power had gone on and off, right? Like everything was flashing and like, I didn't really think anything of it. But that night when I tried to sleep, my smart meter was like cranked the fuck up and I didn't realize it. But I like I started telling my friends I thought I was being attacked and all this, but I didn't know what a smart meter even was. But like I couldn't sleep, and all I could hear was this. Did you? So you, did you feel weird? Yeah, I felt all weird, and I couldn't sleep. Yeah. And then after like a couple, did you months, have anxiety? Would you say yes, were you, crazy anxiety? Anxiety attack? Did yes. anything happen with your eyes? No, but like I got so electrically sensitive that I started getting heart palpitations being on my smartphone. I don't even have a smartphone anymore now because of it. I started getting crazy. And then I had this one electrical like surge thing on my smartphone where like I felt like I got zapped. 
And then someone was like, oh, it could be your smart meter. Ha ha ha. Like, like a joke. And then yeah. I like fucking like researched it and I saw that it was on the other side of the wall. And I was like, man, I think they might've turned it up on me. But even if they didn't turn it up on me, I become, ele- I became electrically sensitive from being around the smart meter. So now if I get in my like homie's car, who's like, he's like listening to fucking whatever, uh, on his Bluetooth. I'm like, bro, you got to connect the audio aux cable. Like my heart is like in pain. Like I can literally feel like this pressure on my chest. Wow. That sucks, dude. That's crazy. Whatever. That's why I made the company. So it's kind of like my path. Yeah. So when you, uh, have that, like have the sweater on, you got it all on. You can, can you, you can feel the difference with that, with the sensitivity to that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll even get like these like straight up heart palpitations where my heart's like, boom, 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 boom. And then it's because like, you know, I'm not wearing the t-shirt and my girl just got on her stupid smartphone, like, or something like that. But like, I can feel the difference. Yeah, for so, sure. Well, that's good. And going back on that too, just a, another product that, cause I, I looked through, um, your website and everything you offered and stuff. And one thing that I thought was really cool was that the thing for pregnant women, the belly band thing, because if it, girls who are pregnant, they got to be using their belly as like a table for their phone. I mean, 99% of people now or pregnant women are probably just looking at their phone all the time, using their stomach as like a table, you know, so they, it's got to be getting all kinds of radiation. So I thought that was really cool that you offered that um, that little band thing for for the kids. Yeah, that was my like immediate. That was like my initial um, reason to even come out with the companies because I saw pregnant women out in the world like with their uh, 4G Apple iPhone 10 or whatever just sitting on their their belly, dude. Like that's so bad. Fucking if crazy. Yeah, if I never even thought of that until until you sent until I saw that. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, well, if you see if if we were able to see the light coming off these phones, the phones are like emitting like a ball of light. Like a ball of light is coming off the phone. A ball of light is coming off the cell tower. A ball of light is coming off the EMF. I mean the, uh, sorry, the Wi-Fi router. And like this, the further you get away from the ball of light, the better because you absorb less. Like distance is your friend. You know what I mean? Like you get away from the source of the radiation, the better off. I hope that um, Sparrow and other EMF companies, like I like, yeah, I like protecting the pregnant women, but more so I like bringing the awareness to get off the fucking phone, like to understand, to understand, Oh, I'm pregnant. Maybe I should like, you know, get on the landline or honor the fact that I'm pregnant for a minute. You know, like you're only pregnant for so long. That's why I like the phone bags. It's like, put your phone in the bag, check out, go get grounded, stick your feet in the freaking sand. And like, literally like when I, when I was learning more and more about electromagnetic radiation and dirty electricity and grounding, it's actually really real. We're walking around with these rubber, uh, soles in our shoes and we're around yeah. so much dirty electricity that it gets built up in our whole electrical system. You stick your feet in the, on the ground or in, uh, your bare river. feet. Yeah. Your bare feet. In yeah. The ground I was going to or- ask you about that. Cause I had heard of the whole grounding concept. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually really real. And you can, I mean, it sounds fucking, it sounds actually kind of stupid and crazy, but literally just once a day, if you took off your shoes and put it in like the wet grass where there's enough conductivity, yeah. my one buddy, my one buddy had like a literal meter and he was showing all the dirty electricity in the in my body from being around like power lines and stuff. But then I like put my feet in the grass and there's still all this electricity, but then he like put a little like water and let it be like, uh, like enough for electricity to go through and all the electricity just dumped out of my body into the ground and it was just gone. And then I put my shoes on and I still, I didn't have the electricity in my body anymore. It's totally like measurable. 
But um, oh, I, I totally believe it. Yeah, uh, I try to get out in nature as much as possible. And I think taking your shoes off and really touching it with your skin, there's something, there's some sort of transfer of energy that that happens there for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, I think just getting into nature in general, like the frequency, it, like you uh, can feel the whole thing. I've yeah, never talk about like negative ions or something, or is it positive ions? Something with ions, waterfalls, hot springs. Oh yeah, right. so that's really interesting. So the the natives would like, or whoever the indigenous, the the story is that people would come together to do rain dances when there was like an imbalance, and they would attract in this thing called orgone energy, also referred to as negative ions. Yeah, which is, which is positive energy. Um, negative orgon or positive ions is the opposite of ether energy. It's like this invisible force in the universe but when there's an imbalance you can literally call in and that's what they did like when there was drought they would call in through rain dance and supposedly like the smoke of the in the in the uh ceremony like seeded the clouds too but i don't know about that but there there is this balance of energy and when you learn learn about um orgone and wilhelm uh yeah, wilhelm reich, reich. Yeah. yeah wilhelm reich it gets really interesting when you start to go down and, and start to absorb that information as well. Definitely. Yeah. You know what's cool? Uh, dude, I still got the pendant, the organite pendant that you gave me that day in Tucson. Oh, cool. I remember yeah, that. You yeah, you gave me my, one. Yeah. My buddy in Sedona was was making those. And and those are those are cool because of the etheric energy. I don't think that they protect from EMF, but I but they are they do harness the intention. It's an intention amplifier because um, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's all very fascinating. And, and I just, I did just get a book on, on, um, Wilhelm Reich and there's Wilhelm Reich, Nikola Tesla and Royal Raymond Reif. Reif was a badass too. Those three, I think a lot of their information got, um, hidden. So I'm really open to any, um, recommendations on books for those three fellas, but Reif, he studied, um, he invented like this high powered microscope and was able to, with frequency, created the Rife machine and with frequency was able to attack any virus or anything by using the antithesis frequency to balance it out and harmonize cells and harmonize DNA. And he was um, ridiculed and wow. killed not for his technology. But that was, that was really interesting research too for anybody out there listening. Yeah, yeah. Royal Raymond Rife. Cool name too. Triple R. <laughs> uh, that guy was doing, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I I wonder if there's anybody out there doing that right now that kind of um, has built upon that technology, you know? I, I've heard of stuff, but I think a lot of people try to be hush-hush because um, when you start to come up with stuff, like we said, that butts up against the mainstream, you're pretty much silenced. But, but You have really, an accident, I, too. You could have an accident. Yeah, but really the, the, the owning your own personal health is a personal journey, and you start to learn all these different things about all these other uh, researchers who tried to to bring health into the real world, like Dr. Sebi, S-E-B-I, and alkaline yeah. diet. And if you can learn about alkaline diet, you won't have to get chemo, you know, maybe. I don't, I'm not a yeah. doctor. Yeah, mm -hmm. diet, but like, man. Alkaline you really diet, up, right. You step up with the diet and you learn how to take care of yourself, that's like the biggest thing. And then you can start to look at the sky and see these abnormalities and really see the the different patterns. I like to bring people's attention to the positive flip side of chemtrails. It's like, what about those days when there's no air traffic in your skies? It's like a blue, beautiful day, you know? Yeah. Bring that to the attention of your friends and be like, you know, where are the chemtrails today? Where's the air traffic today? This is amazing. There's a difference, you know? And those, those irregularities 
can start to wake people up in a different way than the fear mongering, you know, because people get really stuck in a fear based space when you try to tell them that they're, they're under attack. Yeah, I, you're right. I think a lot of people psychologically, that's what's happening is they, uh, they don't want to go there. It's really uncomfortable and it could, and it's scary for most people and it's out of their bubble, you know, out of their comfort zone. <clears throat> so they don't like it. They don't want to talk about it and they get mad at anyone who does talk about it. But yeah, uh, there are different ways to, to wake people up incrementally and little psychological tricks you can kind of do to get people to see shit differently in a more positive light. That's, that's important, man. That's huge because at the end of the day, that's what we need is more people to see what's going on. Yeah. We all can plant seeds in our own way. I mean, we know the people around us, right? We know our family members, we know our coworkers and we know how to meet them on their level where they're at and to plant the seeds that could in the right fertile environment, which we're in that environment right now. And we're getting even deeper into that environment. Those seeds of truth can have that proper fertile soil to really like blossom and bloom and shit because we're entering into like a complete empire of lies and falsehoods. Like the truth is just waiting to, 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 to prevail and rise like the Phoenix. You know what I mean? It's just up to us who hold that frequency and honor that truth with integrity to plan it around. And I really think that once you start to really like hone in on like owning your own health, you can become an activist and start to speak up and really honor that shit and really own it. And yeah. it, it doesn't even matter what it is. Like if it's, if you really think that it's really bad that the way that they treat chickens and stuff like that, then the world should know. And like, yeah. if you have your voice heard, I like the quote, stand, stand for, stand for nothing. Um, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. But for real, like you start to really own what you believe in and you don't start to fall for their tricks, which, which come on, man, of course, black lives matter. But if you learn about George Soros and how we're being divided into a race war and like the radicalization of the Democratic Party, you know, like yeah. these were environmentalists that were like anti-abortion. How do they start burning up my cities and stuff like that? Like, give me a break. Yeah, it's crazy what they can make people do, huh? And how quickly things can change and, and just overnight, seemingly, it can uh, they can really organize a huge mass of people because people see everyone else doing it and then they do it. Yeah, well, they, they want to be different. To do, you know? People got nothing to do because everything's being stripped from them. One thing that I want um, when people are recognizing this agenda, take a look at what's being done to the children. They're being stuck in front of computers, being told to uh, do uh, extended distance learning and whatnot. And yeah. then when they do go to school, they're six feet apart with masks on. They've completely taken away physical education. There's no yeah. sports. There's no competitive nature. They're wow. breeding a whole generation of passive uh, order takers that will like wear the mask or not, or do what they're said to told to do. Cause they don't even understand what it's like to catch a fucking touchdown pass. You know wow. what I'm saying? That's crazy that you just mentioned that. Cause I really, I mean, I have been thinking about the kids. In fact, I, I live behind a school. There's a playground like in my backyard pretty much. And it's really cool. Cause all kids are just having a good time. Luckily they get to play on it again. But, um, yeah, to think about the difference with the no sports and just sitting everyone in front of the computer and, and what this generation is going to be like being so isolated and so dependent on technology and not having that that to chill with their friends and play games and sports and whatever, skateboard, whatever, you know. Have you seen the movie Demolition Man? Uh, I Is that the one with like Sylvester Stallone? 
Yeah, and Wesley Snipes. It's a dystopian I, future. Okay. Well, in the future, they can't touch each other and they can't have sex. So they really? do, they do like they have um, Sylvester Stallone um, has sex with what's her name, uh, whatever hot actress, and sh- and they do it six feet apart, dude. They put these things <laughs> really. In head. No way. Yeah, yeah, it's really real. And uh. there's this. Um, social engineering like social credit system that's ai and every time stallone cusses it hears him no matter where he is and it gives him a ticket and then he ends up just wiping his ass with the tickets and uses it as a toilet paper but there's Mm -hmm. an ai system in place that's monitoring everything and there's a predictive programming element where it says that schwarzenegger became the president of california or whatever which he ends up doing in, in the future on the on that in real life Oh yeah, but yeah. There, there's so many dystopian fucking movies that are predictively programming our weird reality right now. I was able to start laughing at it all, and I just start telling people we're living in a South Park episode, bro. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, fucking simulation, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, those detox baths are are pretty good. You, you probably heard that the borax and baking soda and salt. Have you heard of yeah. this? Oh yeah, I mean, I I take um, crazy detox baths, including those, and also there's this um, Rudolf Steiner um, anthro anthropological uh, mustard seed mix bath that like, dude, it kicks Whoa. my ass. It totally kicks my ass. It's amazing. It's like this mustard powder, and you put it in, and it like totally sucks everything out of you. And you're like, I mean, I can tell because like my pee is like super dark. Like it totally pulls everything out and dehydrates the crap out of you, but it's like total detoxing bath. But yeah, the borax, I mean, boron is an essential element and it's really hard for us to get. And it's in that borax and they banned this, this stuff in New Zealand and Australia, supposedly like it's supposedly really hard to get in places, which makes me really suspect. I've done the detox baths. I think they're pretty badass. I've never had anything like you know, like we met Clifford Carnicom in Tucson and stuff. I've never experienced mm-hmm. any of the really gnarly stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I like the more gallons, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. people have stuff in those detox baths with the boron and the Epsom salt. Um, supposedly there's nano stuff coming out of people and what have you. Yeah. And, you know, does that come from the chemtrails or the GMO foods we're eating? I mean, it's a really gnarly, slippery slope when you get to a place where glyphosate is in the court of law deemed carcinogenic and people are literally getting cancer from this thing. So everyone knows it's bad, but they're still spraying it on everything. And it's in our tampons and our, and our, uh, everything. I mean, our insurance that, that they, that they're in the tampons, huh? I mean, how poor, could it be poor girls, it, man? It's deemed, it's deemed poisonous, but still we can go into Walmart and buy the crap out of it. And what people don't get, which I try to break down to people so much when we talk about GMO and stuff, and this is where knowledge is power, bro. This is literally where knowledge is power. So they try to make GMO really confusing, genetically modified organisms. Why are these plants modified on the genetic level? It's so that they can withstand being sprayed with Roundup, like literal poison. Like this glyphosate is poison and it's giving people cancer. And if you sprayed it on a normal plant, it would wither up and die right in fucking front of you. So instead, they have to alter the gene, make it resistant to that specific poison that's your food bro that's it like they they want to make it so complicated and this and this and no they used the genetics from a you know monkey or what i don't even care what they want to confuse you with that is the knit and grit of it all and that's where knowledge is power because if you know 
wait, that's what GMO is. Then you can start to figure out like, okay, well, at least I don't want to eat this because it's like this and blah, blah, blah. But people that are getting all these toxins in them, atrazine that makes frogs, male frogs turn into frogs. You know, it turns frogs into females. Yeah, literally. I mean, like these issues are, are all through our food system. Our water is tainted. It's no wonder people have, I mean, I don't know what they're spraying in the chemtrails and yeah, the research of all of this crazy tech, they aerosolize it too. And it's important to do detox baths. Where's, where's it coming from? Like I've done, I've wrapped my head around it so much and it's definitely, I mean, there's, there's stuff in the chemtrails. Yeah. There's stuff in our food too. You know, it's really important. Yeah. Little nanobots and shit. I mean, that's, it's fucking happening, dude. That's a point. I don't, I don't really go there much because I feel like people can't, they don't understand. They're not going to wrap their head around it. But like when you get, when you really start understanding what's going on, it's, it's pretty fucking nuts, dude. It's like demonic. There's little robots and shit going, get it. We're eating them and breathing them. Well, and knows what they're doing and how they interact with the frequencies that we're in. Yeah. And now they're normalizing it and they're filling vaccines with nanobots and they're, and they're saying, here you go. You're welcome. Everyone come on, line up with, for these things. So I think it's become so much more important to detox. Like you talk about the detox baths. I will take a boiling hot bath almost every day, dude. So I can sweat my ass off so I can feel like that. I'm like, um, regenerating all the time. You know, there was a stand, there was a Stanford study that showed uh, cigarette smokers that when they smoked tobacco, the cells in their lungs became coked, coated with uh, tar, and some of the cells became half dead. And those half dead cells would mutate, and that's how cancer would get going, right? And so then they studied p- those same people that were cigarette smokers, and they were smoking uh, cannabis. And on top of the cannabis, the cannabis comes in and it just kills those half dead cells and it creates this rejuvenation and it flushes out what would be cancer. And those tobacco smokers don't get cancer because they smoke ganja, right? It's about, and so that's like, it's kind of important if you're breathing chemtrails all day to, you know, get blooded from time to time because so, you can get yeah, this. So if I smoke, I smoke spliffs yeah. and that's tobacco and weed. Does that mean I'm balancing out the bad shit? Yeah, exactly. So you're killing the half dead cells and that's what's up because those, those cells in your lungs that are getting these nano chemtrail sprays and whatnot, I seriously think it's important to kill those cells every once in a while to get this regeneration process. I mean, if you realize like we're constantly regenerating our hair, our skin, our, our cells, our whole biome is rejuvenating. Like we've got this like Oh, one thing I want to say before the show is over is to rinse your mouth with coconut oil if you've got a cavity. Don't go drilling your mouth out. I had a big ass cavity in both and two teeth in my f- fucking head. Right? Sorry, I'm like mm-hmm. excited to be cussing on a show. I'll, I'll, I'll turn it back. <laughs> so, so check it out. I had two real big cavities. I got one drilled out. My mouth was like hurting. I was aching for like a week. I heard about coconut oil. I figured I'd give it a try. After two weeks of rinsing with coconut oil for like 20 minutes every day, what happens is the coconut oil, it pulls out these dirty bacteria in your mouth and the good bacteria is left over. Your mouth has all this good bacteria that goes, that is literally a gut brain biome that goes from your gut to your throat, to your mouth, to your brain. And it's all these living organisms that all work together and communicate, you know, through electricity and they're all supposed to be alive and well. So what the rinsing of coconut oil did is it gave the good bacteria a chance to just kill the bad bacteria and eat up the cavity. And I removed a cavity with coconut oil. Like there's so many things that the like 
American Dental Association, the American Medical Mafia, all these different people will tell you things that the textbooks say that are totally lies. They're just total wow. fabrications. I mean, Edward Bernays, back in the day, he's the nephew of Sig Sigmund Freud. He came up with the whole thing, trust your doctor. And then he came up with uh, eating uh, bacon in the morning. The bacon Yeah, the father of propaganda. Yeah, he came up with mm -hmm. cigarette smoking and all this other stuff like fluoride in the water. But what it really was, was trust your doctor and trust the specialist. And he came up with the the father of all this the nephew of sigmund freud like this master psychologist propagandist he came up with the phrase trust the specialist and what that has done is it has compartmentalized it's compartmentalized yeah. everybody so that everybody feels like oh no they're the rocket scientist they're the farmer they're the doctor i'll listen to them because i'm not that i'm going to trust the specialist but it's ruined everybody's ability to think for themselves because, dude, you don't have to listen to what the doctor says about like drilling your face off if you can just rinse your mouth with coconut oil. That's why they killed Dr. Sebi. Dr. Sebi died because getting your pH over seven and a half into a into an alkaline environment and maintaining an alkaline environment in your body with a pH of over eight, if you can keep your body's pH over eight, all the cancer cells die, everything comes back into uh, like harmony. And that was such an easy information that that, that dude had to die. He was curing people from full-blown cancer, AIDS, everything. And it was just too easy. Like diet, that's way too easy. So they had yeah. to get And he won a lawsuit too about it, right? Wasn't he sued by the FDA or something like that? Yeah, and, and, he, won. and he won. Yeah, and he won. And he had all these people come up and testify for him that he helped. Yeah. And he died. And they threw, I, didn't he die in jail or something? I don't know. Yep, they died in jail. Exactly. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Um, diet is huge, and and the making your body alkaline. What other what other ways? What else are we forgetting here that we could do besides just detoxing? What else? Well, I got I got myself off of Wi-Fi. I got wired internet. I mean, to some that would seem really extreme. I've also got this Verizon slider phone that emits no radiation. You talked about getting an EMF meter. That's really cool. So you can see what you're being exposed to so you can mitigate it. I had this old lady hit me up once. I went over to my, her house with this EMF reader. She was telling me she couldn't sleep. She was getting anxiety. All these things, right? Mm -hmm. It was yeah. literally all it was was the um, alarm clock. It was connecting so that it could tell her the the weather. And she was like, I don't need it to have a sun or rain cloud. I can just look outside. So we turned that function off and she slept fine after that. Like it was emitting so much radiation because it was connecting to the Wi-Fi router that was like three rooms over. You know what I mean? Her bedroom was fine. I think just creating a safe a sleeping environment does can do wonders for anybody in their mood and everything. And if you're balancing your chemicals out then you're living to be much more in sync with everything and you can you know like elevate to all these higher levels but literally think, think about your bedroom environment if you've got a, a street lamp outside your bedroom that's an led street lamp it's really it's, i advise you to get a really easy option which is blackout curtains that saved my life once when i was living in the city i didn't realize that i was waking up at all times of night thinking it was sun up because that one light that lamp, that street lamp was throwing me off so bad that my roommate that denied me and said, I'm not going to get the black light curtain. She got totally depressed and had all these health problems. I'm not saying it was because of that, but I'm saying, I think it was because of that. So it's just like simple, simple things, 
you know, yeah. like just learning about, and if you've got a cell tower right out front, you know, you can get this paint, there's nickel based paint. Oh, really quick. Um, lead based paint. They saw lead based paint when they were in their think tanks and they realized that that shit was going to be so beneficial to us right now. We could be f- protecting ourselves from 5G, from all that stuff with lead-based paint. So I don't really don't think kids were eating it. What, what, what was real was lead was in the gasoline, and the petroleum industry was um, off-gassing lead in all the neighborhoods throughout all of America, and these kids were getting sick in neighborhoods because lead was everywhere because of that. And so they flipped it to unleaded gasoline silently and then blame the children and said, oh, no, they're, they're, they've been eating the paint. And so then they outlawed lead-based paint. But if you can get your hands on some of that now, you're going to be protecting yourself from those cell towers that are erecting all through your neighborhood nowadays. Interesting. So, yeah, I guess the same concept behind when you get x-rays and they put that lead vest on you, you'd be protecting your house if you painted it with lead. Yeah, exactly. Just don't eat the paint, which I don't even think that that's like bioavailable. Who eats paint? Yeah. yeah, for real. You know, I don't think anybody's eating it anyways. But yeah, there's a lot of like knowledge is really power, you know, like 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 that book that we referenced earlier, The Invisible Rainbow. There's yeah. there's things like physical books and just sharing this information and getting on that vibration of truth. Dude, like frequency is everything. If you are waking up scared and you're living in fear, your cortisol levels are going to be so out of whack. You're literally going to make yourself ill. You're going to yeah. get yourself sick. If you're getting up and you're doing some push-ups, and you're taking out a steaming hot bath with maybe some Epsom salts. Epsom salts are amazing because you need magnesium. Magnesium is a core element that we need, and we don't get enough of it. So whenever you ingest – I'm just going to drop this other one on us really quick. Whenever you ingest sugar, okay. your, your body is depleted in magnesium. For every molecule of sugar that you ingest, your body requires 54 molecules of magnesium to process just that one molecule of sugar. So it's a 54 to one ratio. And so anytime we ingest sugar, we're burning up all of the magnesium in our bodies. Well, how do we get the magnesium back? Well, it's hard to get. It's in plants. It's the, magnesium is the central atom in the chlorophyll molecule. So the more like leafy greens and like wheat grass or something like chlorophyll, like green stuff. But mm-hmm. you don't get that much. So it's good to take an Epsom salt bath because it's it's all magnesium. It's like magnesium salt is what Epsom salts are. And it just soaks right in. Yeah, it just soaks right in. And then you got your up your up to speed on your magnesium, but also watch your sugar intake. And then if you start to learn about sugar, if you eat something that just says sugar, you're now eating GMO sugar beets. Like there's sugar comes from sugar beets in the United States, and let's just say sugar cane that is coming from somewhere else. But sugar beets are these big white beets that they cook down into sugar. And Monsanto bought up all the sugar beet seed companies in the United States. Monsanto owns all the sugar beets now. So if it says really? sugar, it's GMO, and it's sugar beet, and it's Monsanto, and it's the, unless it's some like heirloom thing. So really, it's important to get sugar cane or honey or you know, you can do all these alternatives for sugar, like maple syrup and stuff, but just managing your sugar intake can be that something. processed white sugar. You mean? Yeah, dude. Is brown sugar the same thing? Yeah. Damn. But so you got to find the sugar cane. Yeah, that came from like um, the islands and it comes from sugar cane and not the GMO sugar beets. That's actually a really interesting one that they've been able to sweep under the rug that they 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 bought all the sugar beet seed companies so that it could literally own and monopolize the sugar market, the GMO guys. And then they're heavily uh, roundupped up because they're GMO'd out now. Oh, yeah. Wow. And sugars and everything. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot to be said about sugar. Um, yeah, so you know, if you can like manage, 
if you can manage your sugar intake, I mean, everybody's on this gluten kick. I don't think it's the gluten. I think it's the glyphosate. But I like to cut back at least like I'm trying not to eat bread every single day. You know, I'll work into my diet like uh, corn tortillas and rice or something like that. But like, like just think about the diversity of your diet and what you're eating and putting into your body and think about the soil that they're growing it in. It's not chock full of minerals like it used to be, you know, like mm-hmm. grow your own food and get grounded and start to learn how to do things on your own. And like, I mean, there's so much, like I said earlier in the show, potatoes grow potatoes, but like I literally grew cilantro and then the cilantro, which is a good detoxer too. There was a prison study where these inmates were eating a bunch of cilantro and all they're pissing out all these heavy metals in these P tests. And they learned that it's a big chelator that it bonds to heavy metals and cilantro helps pull things out. But I grew cilantro and I'm like a 30 year old adult with a garden, you know, and then the (laughs) cilantro went all crazy and it went to seed. I had the seeds all up on it and I looked at the seeds and the seeds are cardamom, like, um, or the seeds are, uh, what's, um, I'm totally tripping. Do you know what, what seeds, what the seeds of uh, cilantro are? I have no idea. Oh, it's not, it's, I'm like drawing a blank, but it was something in my, it was something in my herb cabinet. It's not cardamom. It's, um, oh God, I'm going to have to Google it while we're on the show. But either way, things, dude. And like, simple things and all these other easy truths start to become self-evident. And then you can see how easy the truth is. And you can actually start to like manage what you're intaking and learn not to get all these toxins in your body. The biggest thing I ever did was start to read ingredients at the grocery store. I know it seems simple, but these preservatives and all these long, like if you're eating that cheap ramen noodles, the cheap ramen noodles has this chemical in it as a preservative that literally blocks your body from uptaking minerals for like three days. It's called BHT wow. or BHQ or something like that. Those are big in prison too. Yeah. They feed those to guys in prison and that's like a, a main staple in you know, jail, prison, whatever. That's coriander. crazy, man. Coriander. coriander. Okay. Cilantro seeds become coriander. So it's like I've got coriander in my um, – I mean when I'm blessed enough to have a roof over my head, I've got like a kitchen and maybe I've got some seasonings and maybe I've got coriander – I had no idea that coriander was a seed that grew cilantro. Like these things, these disconnects, I know it seems simple, but the more knowledge we start to literally be able to empower these truths and then we can become, be, we can become like happy, healthy humans by being like, no, actually I don't drink Coca-Cola and I have t- reasons for it, you know, like truth behind it. It's so acidic, cha-cha-cha, or the farmers in India sprayed it on their crops because it has so much pesticides in it, it's cheaper than their pesticides. Like stuff like that that you can really hone in on. Like I started learning about the, my path down health. I started learning about bee pollen and bees and I started even raising bees and learning about bees and like there's, there's so many different things that you can learn by honoring the things and living it yourself, like just putting a potato in the ground and learning about chicken poop and stuff like that. I mean, literally to grow food, it takes nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. That's three things. So they're not putting, you know, monoatomic gold or boron or any of these elements into our squash that could be in the soil that the squash could be uptaking that we could be getting in our bodies. They're, 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 they're monocropping and doing what they can to just crank out these foods. And the more that we learn about growing the things ourselves and what we want to put into our bodies and we don't want to put into our bodies, the more we can like literally own our shit, you know? Like the more you understand about fluoride, the more you're going to want to not ingest the stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, knowledge is power, that's for sure. And taking care of your body is is huge. So Matt, you know, thank you so much, man, for 
this has been a fascinating conversation. Of course, and you bro. really you really got a good handle on everything that's going on. I really admire everything you're doing uh, with your Spiro brand and with the documentaries as well. And hopefully we can get some get some more events type going and trying to get people to see what's going on. I think that's important to do and be the boots on the ground and actually having conversations with people. So hopefully uh, we can start doing that again too. Um, why don't you, you know, let me hear your final thoughts on, on everything and please uh, tell people where, where they can find you and, and find your work and, and your clothing as well. Um, yeah. Thank you for letting me uh, come on the show and for, I feel like I can be real with you and, and kind of maybe curse a little too much or whatever, but like, it's, it's <laughs> nice. It's nice to feel like I can just kind of just say whatever I want and not have to put on the filter, which I try not to do anyways, because that's what they want out of us. Like literally they're putting a filter over our faces so we can't tell everyone that this is a satanic ritual and whatnot. Um, yeah. We'll have to do it again. Definitely. I, I yeah. Have to, it's a recurring thing. For sure. I would love to. And um, my buddy Chance, he has a show called Interverse, and um, he was talking about having you on, or maybe you can have him on or something, which would be really cool too. And yeah, as the spring approaches, I think definitely now is our time to try to be some boots on the ground, to have some sort of live truth shows. I mean, like I said in the show already, I just cannot believe that it's now such a rebellious act to show our faces and to gather and actually just have fun. Um, they, they tried to lock up the tennis courts. Dude, in Ashland, they went and took the hoops off of the rims, off of all the basketball hoops. Like, we can't even play wow. basketball. But in the what neighboring the town, in the neighboring town, they put chains on the tennis courts, bro. So I yeah, literally... Yeah, fence around the skate park and shit. Yeah, I've seen that. I went to the tennis court where the, it was, they had the chain on the... Um, they, like, locked it up. And I bolt-cutted that shit. And as I opened the door, these teenagers three kids like walked up like as if they never even knew it was bolted and they started playing tennis right in front of me and my boy it was the most amazing thing man so it's like these little little microcosms of just like opening the door for other people to have fun like the whole covid thing is the fun police my boy likes to call it like they literally are the fun police they want to control oh, yeah. the frequency because i think they want to steer the frequency of our evolution towards like something not ascension you know like these these satanic assholes have like a plan and it's up to us to kind of like butt it and to like just have fun with it and to laugh in their faces. So yeah, I can't wait to do some things in the real world more now than ever. I hope that people can check out my um, internet stuff before we meet in person in the real world on Facebook, Matt Landman on Instagram, uh, Sparrow Gear, S-P-E-R-O, Spiro, which is the Latin word for hope, gear, uh, sparrowgear.com. Also, uh, frankenskies.com frankenskies2.com um, please check that out for updates on the on the next movie which I hope to come out within the next year and we could talk about that even more there's so much revolving around that and the fires and the fact that they can engineer rains on top of fires and instead they engineer windstorms on top of fires so much stuff and then also actual activists um, actual activists like plural dot com um, this has been my baby forever and I'm trying to make it a one-stop shop for truth uh, there's categories on the top tabs, 5G, fluoride, GMO, chemtrails, and health. But also, if you start scrolling down, there's so much stuff about the occult, Starbucks logo. I mean, uh, you you name it. Even just like uh, herbs. and <laughs> I, I, It was like this major brain dump of mine trying to get so much information out there. But there's so much. Awesome. There's so much alternative information out there for health and whatnot. And I mean, just... 
just dabbling is really important to try to learn about your ingestion of silica. Like horsetail is this plant that eats sand, and then we can ingest the sand because it's now plant-based and it's silica, and we can't really get silica from much else. So it's like as we get older, we have to learn how to get these minerals and really get our bodies in check. And silica is in our skin and our bones and our hair and our teeth and everything. So there's certain minerals that we need to honor. And as they're trying to deprive of us of these things, we need to pass this information down to the children and honor it ourselves and all this. And I just want to say, lastly, thank you so much for your, um, for your, for being here and for, for your, for what you do for, I was going to say, thank you so much for your music, bro. But it's not just that. <laughs> thank you so much for your influence on humanity in this place and time because like sometimes honestly i'm in like this fucking mess of a mood and i'll blast your shit and it'll totally it'll totally be like my change up for everything so that's great so man that's good it. that's good to hear that thank you so much i appreciate that yeah, yeah and, th and thanks for coming on i'll definitely so spirogear.com uh actualactivist.com frankenskies.com frankenskies2 and matt landman on facebook uh hit him up and and see what's going on thanks a lot matt i appreciate it and uh i will talk to you soon all right yep thank you and have a good day brother and lead us not what deliver us from the evil one save me O god by thy name by thy might defend my cause proud men have risen up against me men of violence seek my life seek, seek my life but god is my life. the lord sustains my life and to redeem through your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Idols top of the statue set them ablaze. T. Donald make Ronald Reagan turn in his grave. Season discrimination, sprinkle a little sage. Add a dash of hatred, eat it and get on stage. Chase it down with some poverty, add a splash of the murder rate. Regurgitated and spit out rage. Sit in a circle of 13 candles and smoke haze. Thinking we should miss Christ. Christmas will make you a slave. Lactose intolerant at birth. Never phased by the race for chasing American cheese in a maze. In fourth grade, a place scrabble. Scramble the letters in the name Santa. Magnified in the sight with the clauses in the game. Nauseating, I'm angry. Bill Bixby. Make the president's head 360 Emergency, you should monitor the mercury in your thermometer Witchcraft immortal, paranormal phenomena The dark side of the truth, no apology Carbon monoxide in the booth, do not follow me Please do not breathe You are now listening to killer bees in my lungs when I wheeze Hex for the Klux Klan, clues for the alt-right Enchanting incantations for their adult life Flows overthrow pharaohs and kill Caesars Iris inside of an isosceles pilot that never can ease a heaven Seven orifices overcrossed fibulas Spit a poison dart through the heart of Caligula Coke 45, vehicular homicide Insidious, the meticulous way that I've arrived It's Coke 45, Ridiculous, so sublime, ridiculous, the ubiquitous flow is so conniving.
Thank you.